This week on Marvel, the main X-Men stories provide some continuity to enjoy. Spider-Punk asks and answers the question, why do I exist? And a new Marvel collectible card game coming this year might be the answer to the boring bad Marvel game drop we have now. This week on Marvel. Welcome, welcome, welcome everybody to this week on Marvel, the podcast where we don't know what we're doing. Uh, the points are all made up and we talk about things that we read. Uh, I am, as always, Tony Scangili, joined by Josh and Vinny. Say hello, gentle hams. How's it going, guys? Hello. We are excited. Yeah, uh, because we've decided. Yeah, we're excited to talk about stuff today. Yeah, uh, we've so decided to read more comics than we usually do, uh, mostly because there's nothing else going on in the in the universe of Marvel, uh, at least worth doing. Uh, no notes. So we've read more comics this week. We've each read two comics. What we promised in the previous podcast, and uh, all their stuff, and uh, we're just gonna talk about them. Comics have been picking up. They've been becoming more and more enjoyable. So uh, let's go. We'll start as usual. We'll start with Vinny. Vinny, uh, tell us about uh, the comics you want to cover. So two comics dropped this week. Uh, one I've been super excited for, and t- the other one is I just, it's so stupid I had to keep reading it. Uh, so the first one I'm excited for was Savage Avengers. Uh, I've been talking about it. We talked about it last week, and I think I brought it up to you guys maybe 50 times since I've heard about this. Um, essentially they are bringing in a bunch of characters together. They're bringing in Weapon H, Cloak and Dagger, Anti-Venom, the Black Knight, uh, Daredevil, Conan the Barbarian for some reason, he's leading this team. And they're going against Deathlock so far in this comic. And this isn't a big comic where I'm like, oh, a bunch of stuff happened. Essentially just like a roll call comic at the moment. So they're getting everyone together. Uh, they got them together as they're fighting Deathlock. And Deathlock's there because Conan has apparently broken rules against the time stream, and that's why he's chasing after him. But uh, during essentially like what seems to be a bar fight, uh, and all the other heroes kind of meeting up, you know, randomly throughout all this, like it was, <laughs> uh, they all end up getting blasted to the Cremarian Age or Sumerian Age. And right now, once that happens, they're kind of all scattered around there so a few of them are stuck together still uh we still have i think anti-venom conan and then dagger those three and then deathlock still hunting them down as long as well as i think the rest at this point um personally i don't know what they're doing with like this setting them all back in time at this point but i think this is more just a setup for the actual comic itself um personally i'm still excited to see what happens because i do like the roster a lot but uh it's only for us to know here in the future were you guys able to read it at all no no sir i was i was going to and then i went right on living my life Uh, i i read it i read it um the entire (laughs) time i read it i was just singing the samurai jack but you know instead gotta get back to the past (laughs) you gotta get back to the future um (laughs) yeah exactly so it, I don't know. It's an interesting choice of characters that they've assembled here. Um, obviously, the cool ones being Agent Venom and uh, the Black Knight. But uh, 
they kind of, you know, Digimon world this. All the heroes are split up, and now they got to get back together. And then also somehow get back to the future without bringing Deathlock back with them. You know, like so. leaving Deathlock in the past, right? <laughs> yeah. Like, uh, well, because that's how they got back there was they stabbed his arm and that did time circuits, and then they got sucked into a time portal, and then they were in the past with where Conan. And also, no one's explained how Conan got to the present either. Yeah, he just showed up, and he's like, I'm stabbing snake worshippers. Yeah. And that was really it. Um, so. And they're also trying to set up a subplot in the moment between Cloak and Dagger that no one cares about. Um, like, all the will-they-won't-they they stuff, but... No oh, I hope that that's not if you're actual... calling the If you're calling the comic Savage Avengers, right? Like, be savage. Okay. Like you can't just One. have savage people in it. Like you gotta be, you gotta do savage things. <laughs> no. So I will say that, like, I am like this is like you said, it's just a roll call issue. Like, and it's setting up. Here's the roster of characters that's gonna be in it. But the teaser image that they showed for the next issue is, I think it is, uh, Daredevil and the Black Knight fighting a T Rex. So that that doesn't get you excited, then yeah, just don't ever read this. Uh, comic but that 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 got me excited so there's your savage right there is just them fighting a t-rex next issue they're fighting dinosaurs yeah uh it it appears as if cloak is also present oh yeah (laughs) in this picture uh i don't know i I think it'll be good i just think it was just a roll call issue you know i still have a lot of hope for this i agree and like but that's usually what you do with issue zeros you know yeah like this could easily have been called issue zero mm-hmm. and we would have been like yeah okay it was just an introduction issue issue number one is supposed to give you like the problem with issue number one of any comic series is it's got to do three things it's got to get you up to date with the character if, so that you understand what the character in this story is going to be doing it has to like recognize what previous information is going to be relevant for you to fully enjoy this story. And it has to set up at the very least a problem. Um, It kind of did all of those things. Right. From what say, you said. The only thing I it, think it didn't really do is like catch you up like where they've been. Cause like they all were literally doing nothing. You know, and in addition, you, you went and, and late named everybody in the comic, but like, like, who knows half of the people like anti venom? Who's currently um, anti venom? It's it's Flash Thompson. It's, so yeah, I'm I'm my favorite character is Flash Agent. Thompson. Yeah. So I'm so super excited. It's Agent Anti Venom technically. Yeah. All right, would anyone care to introduce uh, our listeners to who the fuck Deathlock is? No. Yeah. No. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. You're welcome. Like he's you know what I mean. Time like, cops. He's a time cop. So he's not a time cop. He's, he's not, nothing. He's, just a, he's a hunter, right? Is Deathlock, dude. Death. He's let me put. Cop. Let me put it in perspective. Deathlock is such a nothing character that Agents of Shield used him as the as a, a a MacGuffin for like two different seasons. I forgot that he was. Yep. He was actually really cool in Agents <gasps> of Shield, but also, I mean, I think that's just I like the actor who played him because I loved him from Angel. So. Oh yeah, no, I love the actor. Yeah, uh, but I like. I the, forgot like, that and, that was Deathclaw. It's just the characters are relevant. Like, okay, who's yeah. Weapon H? 
uh, Weapon H. I don't know his name, like his. Yeah. But I know essentially his power set is just the Hulk and uh, Wolverine. He got like mm-hmm. he was like the new weapon, you know, number. And I guess they just named him Weapon H because they want to give him Wolverine claws and Hulk powers. Yeah, fine. I'm in. Like no, yeah, he, like, I like lean him. lean I lean into your strengths. The Black Knight is like people Googled who the Black who Dane Whitman was at the end of Eternals, and I feel like most of the people didn't get an answer that mattered. Like, who is he? Oh, he's the Black he's, Knight. Who's that? Some dude. Got it. With a sword. No, he's much sword. he's much more important in the comics, I would say. Oh, uh, I agree. Um, I agree, but like that's not what the information like you yeah. can't just throw together. This is like, all right, it would be like if you took, like, I don't know, Wong, uh, Mantis, <laughs> you know, a whole bunch of Shang-Chi. C-list. Sh- like, you know, Shang-Chi is actually a pretty good character. Miss Marvel. I'm just thinking of, like, assistants and secondary characters and, and then try to make too. a series out of them without ever letting anybody know why they're supposed to care. So, like, I'm in. I'll, I'll read it if it gets better. This is kind of like I'm I'm watching. It's not on my pull list. It's on my watch list. You know, like maybe it gets better, and then I'll read the entire story. This is not going to last long. We are not getting. No. It. We we if we see the number two more than once in this comic run, I'm going to be shocked. Like issue two, and then if we get to issue twelve, I'm going to be like, wow. They had paper. I kind of hope the uh, Deathlock thing and the Hyborian Age, or. Is- Wherever age they're going to, um, I hope it's kind of like a short like story. It's just them assembled and then they come back and then they do something. Uh, the only issue I think I really have with this comic, besides like Deathlock being the main villain at the moment, uh, it's just why Cloak and Dagger. You know, I've never been a huge Cloak and Dagger fan, so I could, that's just bias on my end. But uh, I do understand having Cloak around just for the transport ability. But that's, that's really it. That's, that's really why. it for me. It was either that or Lockjaw. I would have taken Lockjaw. Yeah, we all would have. Trust me. (laughs) Trust me. Everything with involving Lockjaw is immediately better. Um, Yeah, like, I don't know. Uh, Like, it sounds like it's got a premise of something cool, but that comic needs to just be nonstop murdering because it's called Savage Avengers. Yeah, it's it's, it's called Savage Avengers not like trips of a savage age or something where it was just like people drinking tea and dinosaurs walking <laughs> around like you know like show me some of savage avenging i think yeah. that's why they chose the characters that they did i mean you have a hulk wolverine murder combo you have the black knight who has a history of just going crazy and killing people uh you have Electra. You know, one of the greatest assassins in the world. Oh, yeah, Electra Daredevil. Uh, that's correct. Yeah. yeah. But, uh, so, but I mean, like, she didn't stop being Electra. She didn't stop having her skill sets of being really, really mur- good yeah. at killing people. Um, so she just now kills know, exclusively. You have the three yeah, you have opponents. So, like, we talked about, like, why these characters. And I think it's, like, one characters that fit the idea and the aesthetic of, like, there's going to be murder. And two, like, they're also characters, like, that they didn't have to give a backstory on of like 
who they are, what they're doing, because no one cared in the first place. It's like, if you're going to have Tony Stark show up in this, people are going to be like, why is Tony Stark showing up in this? But no one's going to question why Elektra's there. They're like, oh, she's just going to be here to kill people. So, why is Cloak and Dagger in here? What else were they doing? Oh, yeah, all right, fair. Right, exactly. <laughs> yeah, you're right. The thing they're is, like, kid, they spent, I think, more time on Cloak and Dagger than most of the other characters. Because they're the only ones kinda... that don't suck. <sighs> I don't know. I feel like they could have, like got more explanation between behind Agent Anti Venom or Weapon H or who the Black Knight is. You know what I mean? Uh, I, I, yeah, I guess so. I don't know. I feel like I, I feel like, like they could use those panels or something else. That's all I'm saying. This, it all feels. This feels like very. This feels very X Meny. This feels like we have characters we're not using. Where do we put them? I have an idea. Hmm. Let's make a team st- featuring Conan the Barbarian. I mean, it is a Marvel trend at the moment, to be fair. But I mean, like, uh, unlike the X-Men, this is a story that's only going to be, like, cool stuff and not, like, important continuity stuff. So it's like, do you want to see these people fight dinosaurs? Cool. Read this comic. If you don't, then, like, you're not missing anything. So. I'm so curious uh, where they go. Yeah. From here, though. Yeah, of course. Yeah. Like I said, I want to see these people fight dinosaurs. To me, I have a, a very simple rating system for comics. Uh, I have a pull, I have a watch, and I have a burn. Those are the three rating systems. It's either I would I could put this in the pull at the moment. Pull means you, know. you pull, pull means you have to buy. Watch. Pull means you have watch. to buy. It means take it off. Literally, pull it out of the 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 box or anything. Like if you've come across it. So like, there's a couple of comics that are on pull right now. Uh, I, this is watch. This is like wait. <laughs> Yeah, you know. This is watch. The only reason I even maybe say pull if you're interested in issue ones and owning them, great. But like, I can't even say it's going to be like a really good series. So yeah, but you'll know. I, in I the play next this watch three months whether you can pick up a, an issue one. Like, you can pick up an issue one on eBay of any comic for like a dollar more than it costs normally. So like, uh, like yeah, months. So that's fair. Yeah, like don't get me wrong. Then. I, I just I don't this is not going to be a cataclysmic event and that's cool like th- like it's fine not everything has to be game changing I just don't see Savage Avengers as being like we're going to fix all the problems in the world mm-hmm. uh, but the other comic Vinny uh, that you you're covering uh is is out of is out of necessity because we've already yeah. started talking about this comic so you so are we- eating the bullet on this one. I, I, I'm actually going to enjoy eating this bullet for once. But, uh-huh. uh, you know, a few weeks ago, we talked about Spider-Punk, right? And we're like, why is it here? It does this matter. No, it doesn't. And then, like, all the goofiness of Spider-Punk in general. And so, Spider-Punk issue two dropped. And I have to say, like, once getting into the thing of, like, I know this is going to be bad, but I'm still going to enjoy it, uh, I had a lot of fun reading it. So we'll go back to Taskmaster, Pompadour Taskmaster versus the uh, Anarchy Spider Gang, right? So we have them fighting. By the way, I don't think Taskmaster has his powers because he like gets knocked down pretty fast. And so kind of like that big, uh, uh, what's it called? Well, they're, they're trying to make it, build suspense that Taskmaster's here, but he didn't really do anything. And he's, they're still fighting Craven and the Hunters. Not Craven the Hunter, but Craven and the Hunters. Uh, it's a pretty quick fight. Essentially, we get introduced to Kamala Khan's, uh, you know, Miss Marvel. She's in it, and she has brass knuckles that expand with her fists. And I thought that's super goofy, and I love that. Uh, so now we're at four heroes. We have uh, 
Captain Anarchy, who's, I think, Jack's flag or something like that in the comics. But uh, with Spider-Punk, Ironheart, and then... Riot Heart. Riot Heart, sorry. I didn't know they gave the name. But uh, and then Miss Marvel. But I'm not sure if they gave her name either. How many but, R's uh, are in heart? I'm asking one. for a... Is, no, well, there's is two. It like, no, is it Riot Heart? Like Riot Girl, where there's no I, Riot Girl is just spelled like G R R L. No, it, they spell it normally. So it's, it's not. One word. It's not Riot Heart. H E R R R R R R R T. Okay. No. Nope. So I have one less because reason again, they can't. Com- they can't commit to the punk aesthetic anymore without failing any harder than they already have in this comic. I love how they just gave her a flannel to wrap around her waist. Like, all right, now you're punk. Yeah. Oh, and a guitar. But, like, uh, it, it's just goofy. It was a goofy fight. And then the big important thing is now they're called the Spider Band, right? They decided to go on, quote-unquote, tour because they got to travel to the East Coast to stop these uh, black site facilities. And, you know, in a, like, typical... Spider, uh, spider band fashion, I guess. They get a spider van for the spider band. <laughs> and then, uh, so they're traveling around the coast now, and then we're hinted at the end of the comic that they're going to go, I think we're gonna, it's called Kingpin is the next comic. So we're going to see an anarchy Kingpin at some level. And then I we're also going to see... I hope it's just regular Kingpin. Who's just like <laughs> he's, a, he's the, Kingpin is the man. He's just like a dad. He's like, you kids need to go to school. And they're yeah, like, look at this monster. And they like fight him. Like, uh, I'd love that. But, and then we see at the very bottom of the cover for issue three, we're going to see uh, Daredevil, punk Dare- Daredevil. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's goofy. And I guess if they're recruiting people, we have two guitars for the Spider hey. Band, and oh. she looks like the drummer. Let's go. So. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry, that's uh, what it says in the comic. They're building an actual band, boys. They're building an actual band. <laughs> this is like this is like somebody shot shot like 90s punk memes at a at, at a at a piece of paper and they're like whatever sticks they just drew around it. Why is <laughs> why is Kamala Khan hanging her head out the window like a dog? It's metal. It's so metal. It's no, it's not. It's not metal. That's the problem. We all know that. Come on, I'm pretty sure the writers are really working hard on this. I I give them credit where credits due. Like if you are a fan of punk still somehow, like if you if you manage to become Peter Pan and just not age past twenty two, <laughs> uh, like like I guess this is a a ton of fan service that's kind of cute. And it's like not. I do agree, it's it's kind of cute. But like, I do like the art, to be yeah, fair. Yeah, it's cute. Like, it's cute. The one thing I do like is the art, for sure. They're doing really well on that. And they, they know like, they're aesthetic, at least. I've almost come full circle on it. Like, one more issue like this, and I'm going to be like, oh, it's meant to be garbage. Okay, then I'm fine. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's the, it's the difference I always say, like, between something that's good and something you like. Like, I could watch Big Trouble in Little China or Bloodsport over and over again, and those are not good movies, but I love them. You know? Like, that's the same as, as th- like, these type of comics. Like, some comics aren't good, but they're fun. And this is getting more and more fun, 
in spite of the fact that it even knows like oh we're not really going well like we're not oh yeah no they they know what they're doing and i'm also happy because now we get a new like addition to the list of weird hero slash villain themed uh, vehicles like thanos copter or spider buggy now we have spider van they kept the same uh like design i did notice that that they the spider van does have the similar like design as the spider buggy it's got the trim around the wheels and yeah i I like it though i think it's funny i could totally see some like nerd like customizing the van like this now like looking at it i'm like man i could totally see someone doing this but that that, the only thing punk about that van is like all of the what appears to be like band stickers all over it it, no, it, like, it says punk, so therefore it's punk. Look, see on the black. Uh, there's the also a giant thing that says rock, so I didn't even think of that. You're right. This is clearly a yeah. punk rock Spider Man. Oh, and and don't forget the uh, the pumpkin right there. The pumpkin bomb sticker, yes. No, it's just a goofy comic, and this, like this I'm gonna just keep needs reading a coexist it. picture, like a coexist bumper sticker somewhere. This isn't a uh, like a like oh you know this isn't a pool right? This isn't a pool. This will never be a pool. But if you're bored and you need something to read and you want to laugh at it, I I enjoy reading this. I think you guys would enjoy reading it as well. Yeah, wait seven to nine months for it to go out and trade paperback and then read it at Barnes & Noble when you get a coffee from Starbucks. Yeah. That's my advice for this one. <laughs> or wait arg. for them to put it all in one comic, in one piece of paper, one, like, one book, and then be like, ah, oh, this is cute. I'll eat my yeah. scone and ruin the pages for the next person who's not going to buy it. <laughs> All right. Yeah. All right. I think that's so it you, on my end for Spider-Punk. Josh, you have any last comments on Spider-Punk? I hate it. I hate right. it so much. <laughs> I'm, not, it- I'm not even enjoying it for the cutesy like, part of it. I, in fact, I think the cutesy part makes it worse. You were, um, you, like, you were a big fan of this stuff back in the day, weren't you? Of so, what? Like, just like Oh, the the ge- yeah the generals um but like that's so that's what i'm saying is this feels like this was written by like 13 year olds who moms like drop them off at the mall to go hang out at hot topic and then pick them up for soccer practice later that day like that's the kind of punk that this feels like because like this isn't how like people talk no one's like shouting you know constant punk references like this they talk like normal human beings and then they're just like i just want to be left alone (laughs) so wait a minute everything movies have ever told me about punk is a lie yeah yeah you mean you don't just walk around with studded everything and then yell anti-disestablishmentarianism what yeah you do but you just don't yell that part like here's how much punks don't want to be bothered Sid Vicious, the lead singer of the Sex Pistols, hated his fans so much for being popular that he would pee on them at shows so that they would, like, stop liking him. Like, that's true punk. No one's trying to get people to like you in this cutesy way. You just want to be left alone by both the man and other human beings. I don't know. Maybe issue 3 AP on someone. Ladies and gentlemen. You want to know what? You want to know what? If, if If that's what happens in issue three, it'll bring it back for me. So writers of Spider Punk, there's the if ultimatum they have somebody that you're giving. Pee on somebody. Ladies and like gentlemen, gatekeeper Josh telling you what is punk. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. 
I listen. I have no. I have no say in the matter. Like I. I'm like this is because I don't know. So I'm just reading it. Like oh, I have no idea what this is. So yeah. is this like a caricatured punk story for people who have no exactly. idea what punk is? Like yeah, okay, I guess that's yeah. what it is. Uh, all right, then. T- then you are responsible for the rest of this to discuss uh, <laughs> X Men. Please, all please right. tell us about two of the seven X Men comics that came out this week. I will. Any but two, I you will pick. Say- uh, so, I mean, it's X-Men Red, Issue 2, and Immortal X-Men Red, Issue 2. These are the only ones that I feel like matter right now going on in the X-Men universe because it kind of sets up uh, something that's been in the making in a long time, and that's the politics of Krakoa and the politics of Arako, uh, formerly known as Mars. So, uh, starting with Immortal X-Men, uh, at the end of Immortal X-Men number one, we had Hope Summers being elected to the Quiet Council, which is kind of like the X-Men's Illuminati. Uh, and we have Celine, who was really upset by this because she's like, blah, 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 something magic. So she unleashes this giant kaiju. Um, and they do call it a kaiju in the comics on Krakoa and then just like nopes out of there to let them deal with this. So we have this giant kaiju going through this. And by the way, my favorite part of this entire comic is this. Yes, the summer's protocol on delaying a kaiju. Thank you. Tony knew me so well. And this details uh, Cyclops's plan if ever you have to fight a kaiju. And this is just stolen from one of those uh, Orcus files that they keep on Kokoa, and it's great. It's like, you want to make sure you have these type of people who do barriers, so see Appendix, uh, like, I forget what it's called, and then they're like, you want someone to fly around and distract them, so see Appendix Angel, and yada, yada, yada. But anyway, so they have to fight this, and the best part about this is um, Mr. Sinister just goes, I'll deal with this, as he injects himself with some crazy concoction that he came up that he's not even sure is going to work, turns himself into a giant kaiju himself, and is just screaming, I'm going to be the hero! Everyone get ready for me! And Professor X is just like, what What are you actually doing? What? Why? And he's just like, because I'm the hero, right? And he's just like, no. And then at the end, he's like, like, after this uh, formula is worn off, he's just like drowning in the ocean. So he's like, someone come save me. And then Nightcrawler teleports him to shore. And he's like, where's my parade? I'm the hero, guys. And they're just like, you're an idiot. I I love uh, Mr. Sinister. And the all fall of Sinister is th- this entire series from X-Men, like from the end of Powers and House of X to right now should just be called the rise and fall of Nathaniel Essex. Like, that should be the arc of this, because he's always involved, but in no way is it relevant. Or Uh, helping. He's like, I'm helping. Oh, he's helping. Yeah, sure, buddy. Yeah. He's helping in the same way that, like, a kid watering the plants is helping. Like, you have to make sure that he doesn't drown the plant, but, like, and also, even if, like, he did nothing, it still wasn't going to be so much of a problem. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, don't, oh. like, I, I just love it. I just love every aspect. Because yeah. he always shows, he like, became a kaiju himself, yeah. which is amazing. It, it's on brand. And that's the best it part is. about it. It's like, it's not, like, unexpected. Like, yeah, he would totally do that. It's just, like, 
the fact he still just did it anyways. And it's not even like he did it through like thought and reason. He's like, I don't know. I literally just formed this chimera potion from a bunch of other mutant genes. And then I just injected it into myself. I don't know what's going to happen. I'm and the hero. He, <laughs> yeah. So it's great. Um, but like, aside from just like the silliness of that and the great character, um, like it just goes further into this, uh, setting up for possibly this civil war that might be happening among the different factions of mutants kind of spearheaded by their representatives on the quiet council because there's like four different you know coalitions on the quiet council for each with different motives and things they care about and then at the same time destiny who is married to mystique uh, has this prophecy that is about doom and gloom and we don't know quite what it is yet that's they're setting up so that's where yeah. we're at yeah the 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 x the immortal x men storyline uh over two issues has been at the very least interesting like the dealing with the fact that mutants only stay dead if the for the record the quiet council deems it so like that's a shit ton of power Mm-hmm. Like, oh like, yeah, no, we're we're functionally immortal if we want you to be. So wait, yeah. I can go out and die? Yeah. And you can bring us back? Yeah. Will you? Depends. Do we want to? Yeah. Uh that's like, the thing is like so after Celine did summon the giant kaiju made from Kakoa itself and multidimensional, the only way to stop it was to kill her. So they have uh Hope Summers do like this wanted style cross city sniper time. shot yeah 360 yeah. no scope like sniper shot just to kill Celine. then they bring her back just to like warp her mind to get the kaiju to stop like and then they're like are we gonna bring her back and we're like we don't know yet because if she's just gonna do this again no we're not gonna bring her back and and that's why they're doing it with a character like Celine, like some low-level telepath with magic abilities because they could have done it with magic, but everyone would be like, why is magic being a bitch right now? What, yeah. what happened? What, wasn't she uh, the reason why she even summoned the kaiju? Because she got rejected. Right? Yeah. yeah. She wanted to be on the summers. quiet council. Uh, because the, she said that the Krakoa had a weak spot when it came to like the mystic arts and magic. And yes. they're like, we'll, we'll handle it. We, like you said, we have magic. Uh, the character, not magic as in the essence. They're like, we have magic. And she goes... No one knows magic better than I do. And they're like, yeah, but we still got to give it to Hope Summers because she's one of the five uh, that are actually, when they come together, have the ability to bring, you know, mutants back. So yeah, she's like, okay. Uh, uh, they mentioned oh, a couple gosh. of different comics. It's Elixir, uh, Hope Summers. Proteus. Proteus. I, I can't remember. Golden Egg or something like that? Golden Ball? Yeah. Go Golden Ball. And I... Why do I want to say Legion's part of it? I don't know. It's not Legion. Um, but it's, uh, it's I'd just have to like, go find it. They all yeah. have, like, for some reason, like, when they come together by their powers combined, summon Captain Planet type thing where, like, one of them can heal and all this other stuff. Um, well, so they could just um, use their powers in each, is it each Cypher? other. And so, like, yeah. creates a process. Is exactly. it Cypher? And then, is Cypher the fifth? I always forget. Maybe. Cypher, Cypher serves yeah. as Krakoa. 
Like, yeah. Cypher's on the Quiet Council because he's the only person who can communicate with Krakoa. Yeah. So, so by extension... I have the list right here. So it's oh, Tempest, yes. Proteus, Hope Summers, Elixir, and Egg. Okay. So... So then but, why would yeah, they all when, need to be on the Quiet Council? Just have one of them on the Quiet Council. Well, that's, then, that's why they have yeah. Hope. That's why they elected Hope, because one, oh, she's right, seen as right. the, like the leader of the five, and then also there's this religious zealot sect uh, led by Exodus who see her as the mutant messiah. Well, that's um, that's way back from Messiah Complex. Yeah. That's like like a decade but ago. But I'm saying like it, it's continued to this day where like she's now you know viewed as this like despite the fact that it takes the other four of the five to like do this process she's kind of become the figure the new figurehead and part of this story is like her just being really uncomfortable with that role that has been placed on her um so i'm uncomfortable with her still being in comic books so like (laughs) as long as both of us are uncomfortable it's fine yeah so like I just I, I I just I got so sick and tired of Hope Summers after the Well, Hope makes everyone stronger by being around them. And then by being around other people, she gets stronger. She gets stronger, so, yeah. Yeah. So she can make other people even stronger because she's around other people who are stronger. I'm like, okay. We had a weird story with the, what was it okay. the uh, five lights story? Yeah. That one's kinda weird. I'm okay with Hope Summers. I have no issues, but I feel like the less you use her is probably the better. My opinion of Hope Summers is the same as my opinion of Nate Gray. X-Man. Yeah. I was I was waiting for you to continue yeah. with what your, the like, actual X-Man, opinion is. Yeah, like my my opinion is uh everyone in the Summers slash Gray uh gene pool is trash uh, oh yeah and that's why i love them and well and mainly the summer side i love all the summer side because they're all they're all like white trash they're all garbage people <laughs> yeah they're no, all they're garbage all, yeah. people who are incredibly powerful and like good at what they do they're just awful human beings and anyone who tells you otherwise doesn't know what the characters are <laughs> no no not them and the uh, and then like anything that ever touches Jean Grey is just like, why? You like how they use Proteus though, you know? Yeah, Proteus. Proteus. Proteus okay. I, I'm he's second general. I love how like the the burnout body thing, the way they got around it is they actually just clone a bunch of basically uh, brain dead uh, Professor X's, and every time a body burned out, they just he just hops in a new one. Like a battery so you, change. So you can literally just imagine like a dead body pile of just Professor X's in the corner. <laughs> and I just want to know what I imagine with that is just like Mr. Sinister just like quietly sneaking over like the Grinch to put parts of them into his bag. And they're like, Nathan, just, what, what, are you, what are you doing? What are you doing over there? He's dragging the body away. And he's like, nothing. Science, like I'm doing science. Meme. Leave me alone. <laughs> no, it's that one meme from iCarly. It's like where he's got the ostrich and it's like, what you got there? A smoothie. smoothie. <laughs> yeah. So, oh. but all of these things are being, you know, continued and set up in Immortal X-Men 2. And this is just on Krakoa. So, yeah. Immortal X-Men 2 almost exclusively seems to take place on Krakoa. Like we don't even yeah, get... Yeah, I think... We don't even get flashes of outside world. It's just there. Yeah. And Sinister's lab on Krakoa, you know, all that shit. 
with the exception of when she teleports to London to hunt down Celine. Like, but even then, they're like, you know, it's in London because we had Big Ben in the background. Like, that's the extent of it. So they yeah, summoned the, like, so she summoned the kaiju. Out. She summoned the kaiju nope, and then ran so, away. Yeah. She's like, you can't stop me, runs away. It's like, exactly. you can't stop me. Like, gets out of there, like, as fast as they can. Yeah. Like, like, I deserve to be in charge. Congratulations, you're now under attack, and I'm going to run away. You are yeah. definitely not going to be in charge now. Like, this strategy has fallen apart. Like, uh, yeah. Like, and, it was a little bit, a little bit of, like, a, let's make Celine stupid. Like, let's make Celine a dipshit for the story. That's the thing, is, like, even the other, like, everyone on the Quiet Council was like, what's her endgame here? Like, why did she do this? This is clearly not going to make us like her anymore. And they're like, we have no idea why she did this. This is dumb. We just kind of have to deal with the giant kaiju that's terrorizing our, you know, island nation right now. If only so. we had a 250-year-old mad scientist willing to <laughs> inject himself with bullshit. <laughs> what? S Nate, where are, where are you going? <laughs> This is Essex! Yeah! He's like, <laughs> it's so great. And then he's just in the ocean and he's just like, quick, someone save me. <laughs> yeah, like, like, what are his weaknesses? I'm not the hero. I'm not yeah, the let hero. Let me see if I can pull that picture up. Let me see if I can pull that picture up of him just like being in the water and sad. <laughs> Let's see a pop like, where he actually can't his, swim. His. You know, like his magic potion like wears off unceremoniously, like in the middle, or, like right after this fight, and then he's just like in the ocean. He's like, "Quick, someone save me!" <laughs> so here comes Nightcrawler, and then he's like on the beach, and he's like, "Where's my parade? I'm one. I'm the hero." And Nightcrawler is just like, "You're an idiot," and walks away. Nightcrawler, like, by the way, <laughs> can we can we take a moment to just appreciate how fucking good Nightcrawler looks now? Like yeah. Nightcrawler, like he they gave like it's the truth that make beards are makeup for men. Like they drew a beard on him, and I'm like, Daddy, like yeah, what just happened? Like his he's still the same blue freak, but now it's like nope, he's he's an older, gen distinguished gentleman. Giving sinister at the. I'm sorry, I'm looking at the panel at the bottom. Sinister's yeah. like, "What's up?" And then he gives him a thumbs up, and sinister smiles. It's the. Oh, this comic's great. Yeah, the Immortal X Men has been on my pull list, and is going to continue to be on my pull list. It's just been, it's been a fun experience of. It's been what I think is the one of the most weighty parts of what's going on with X Men right now. Everything mm -hmm. else fun or otherwise doesn't really have a lot of uh, girth or meat to it you know what i mean it's fun but like there stretch is... the walls out you know what i'm saying yeah there is substance there like like i said the the politics that are going on behind all the fun and silliness uh is really kind of shaping the because it's about shaping the future of mutant kind in their place yeah. in the world so uh, yeah, as that develops and the factions vie for different, you know, control or vision for that shaping, it'll be interesting to see. Well, like we knew it when they were never going to succeed, right? Like they were never going to succeed. So like we now, like earlier on, like in the podcast, we were talking about, oh God, it was how it was 
likely and realistic that certain things happen and certain things didn't you know like yeah what's gonna happen who's gonna try to take control of mute mutant kind and like it's the same thing they just made a government and now they have a corrupt government or they will have a corrupt it happens government. have happened <laughs> yeah what we 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 made a government of exclusively the most powerful mutant beings who've been fighting for the last decade and egotistical because yeah you have, and ego like, yeah professor x Magneto was on the council. Uh, he is now left, which was kind of what, you know, the catalyst for this whole event was yeah. they needed to fill his spot. Uh, you have Storm on there, uh, Emma Frost, uh, Mystique. Like, it's just like the the most chill person on there is probably Nightcrawler. I think he's the only chill person. And Colossus. And Colossus is also on there. Is he on, is uh, he on there? Yeah now yeah so this is the this is hold on uh i brought up a picture it's professor x hope summer's destiny is the autumn council uh nightcrawler storm and colossus is the summer council exodus sinister and mystique are the winter council and emma sebastian saw and kitty are the spring council and they broke them into seasons I don't yeah. remember why but there was a reason for it these, these they just tend to be aligned uh almost in their like vision for uh like how how they want to shape things so like you know storm nightcrawler and colossus are kind of like we need to be like the x-men were which was like helping mutants and teaching them and stuff like that and then you know emma and shaw and kitty are just like we need to do weird stuff and sinister is just kind of no they're like we need like we need money we no, yeah. Emma, Emma, Sebastian, and Kitty Pride are like, let's be like the Illuminati. Yeah, like let's let's, but not just for mutant affairs, for like the world affairs. Let's, you know, let's send some people out and 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 destabilize and shit. Uh, Professor X, Hope Summers, and Destiny are the wild cards, and uh, Exodus, Sinister, and Mystique are all like, let's do cool shit. Yeah, no, let's inject I mean, ourselves Mr. with drugs. Mr. Sinister, because, like, his actual motives and, like, the motives that he shows on the council are, like, two different things. Like, that's what the entire first issue was about, was, like, he's like, yeah, I'm appearing this way for everyone, but really, I'm trying to uh, create uh, clones of Moira Metagart in my lab for yeah. reasons that only I want to know. Oh, and, we know um, the reasons. I yeah. Think last immortal x-men this is where they said it that when like si mr sister was doing his like like talking in his head about everyone yeah that yeah. isn't colossus technically a double agent that he believes at the moment on act like a secret double agent uh, i'm not sure i, mean, I remember that. him making a comedy he's like they don't even realize he's being used by the russians or something like that i or think something. that might have i can't i don't know if that was i just think that was sinister's paranoia yeah, they've actually oh, done okay. a great job of making him a very clearly like crazy person this this series too, because really like, it's hard sometimes Sinister's crazy and sometimes he's just mega 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 maniac. Yeah, megalomaniacal. I don't know. I think yeah, uh, that's correct. Yeah, look, we don't words well here. Yeah, we 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 don't words good. You want good words, data languager. We throw balls far. Um, we do. <laughs> So, all right, then, uh, then tell us about the only other X-Men comic you read that mattered. All right. So X-Men read. So this is kind of the other side of the current 
X-Men coin. This is Arako, which is formerly known as Mars. So here, what we have is uh, Sword is trying to create an X-Men red team for their, I don't want to say nefarious, but they're clearly up to no good schemes. And to counter that, Storm, Magneto, and Sunspot are teaming up to create a new brotherhood on Mars to stop them. So on uh, the X-Men red team, you have Cable, you have Vulcan, and then a bunch of nobodies that no one cares about. And I mean that because when they they did the roll call, I was like, who are these? And someone was like, I was an Avenger. And I was like, okay, buddy, sure. Everyone's an Avenger. (laughs) Um, the The card's in the mail. Yeah, right. All you have to do is sign up, send the postage. Facebook fan page. They don't give those out to anybody. (laughs) Um, So, but so like this is just a continuation and it's hard to gauge like how good this is going to be because we don't other than we know that Storm and Magneto and Sunspot are like fighting for the good of Araka. We don't know what Sword's plan actually is other than to try and destabilize the current like storms i want to say rule but she wouldn't call it a rule because she doesn't want to be the queen of Araco. this has just kind of been a title that's forced on her so she's tried to create basically the version of the quiet council but on Araco. and everything that goes wrong with that you know quiet council will probably go wrong with the iraq uh, they call it like the ring or something like that the silent ring or so so the the great ring there we go thank you the great ring um so we see that uh you know this is kind of focusing more on the actual like x-men red team side of this and then the brotherhood only show up at the end to help them out because there's these giant space monsters uh called the progenitors that are attacking Araco, and they uh team up basically but vulcan obviously doesn't like that because he's a summer and he's arrogant and headstrong he's like i'm the greatest thing ever i was an emperor everyone should be bowing before me and everyone's like okay buddy sure thing and cable's then, like shut up uncle uncle stupid and then cable gets annihilated they rip off his techno virus arm and then they just melt cable like unceremoniously for someone that is as strong as they are the it's even funny how it happens. They just he's like ranting about how this is gonna end poorly for the giant machines, and the machine just goes threat assess and then goes and he's melted. Yeah, just like super and like for the record, and just to throw it out, these are just like what if we made Sentinels look spacier? Like yeah, they didn't they really didn't put is. a lot of they didn't really put a lot of effort into into this. It was mm-hmm. like what would space sentinels look like? And they're like, all right. First draft, just print it. We're good. Uh, not that it's a bad thing or a good thing, but it's very much a derivative thing. Yeah. So just to get um, it out there. This is one of those comics where if you haven't been reading the Orcus files that they put in here, you are going to miss out. Because, and that's what I love about these current runs of, we've talked about it before, are these additional Orcus files. Like, some of them are silly, just fun extras, like the Summer's Protocol and how to deal with a kaiju. But then also in here, you have one of the emails from someone in S.W.O.R.D. about how they set up this whole attack to try and destabilize Araco. And so that's where we're at. 
And then uh, at the end, Vulcan's going to be tried and placed on the Great Ring as an inside man for the X-Men Red and Sword. Hmm. So. I do like how they add Manifold, because he was just used, like, in Avengers, like, 2015, and then, like, he was just never looked at again. Yeah, but then he leaves immediately. He's like, I don't want to be a part of this. This is dumb. And then dips. That's just, I guess, Manifold fashion. <laughs> It's, it, I don't know. Those, I feel like they only used them because they had to, like, oh, we haven't taught, used this guy in, like, almost ten, like seven years, so we need to put him in one comic. For, like, so, six frames. Yeah, and then he just leaves. The, the one scene where Storm just bodies Vulcan. Oh, was great. Yeah, just, like, Vulcan's like, no, I'm gonna be in charge, and I'm, and I'm gonna have pretzels and all the cool things I like, and Storm just goes, like, <laughs> You listen here, you motherfucker. There are no thrones on Arako. Pass it along. Yeah. As she just bodies him. Read, uh, Vulcan's like, when he was an emperor of the Shi'ar Empire at all? Yeah. Yes. Because I love, yeah, we talked about I love last week. the summers. It, and, um, so I, I do think it's funny because like, if you guys remember, like when they were fighting like Havoc and like again, their, their powers like neutralized. And like mm-hmm. just the whole team, they're getting their butt kicked constantly by Vulcan. But then Storm just comes up and just chokes them out. It's like, now nah, you're done. You're done. She even says <laughs> that. She's like, we're two Omega level mutants. Yours is like directed at energy, but she then just like drops him and is just like, I'm just better than you. Yeah, like, <laughs> and then yeah, freezes it's, him. It's just so you funny are to see one like of a the strongest 20... people in the world. It was like I'm 20 being. issues of Vulcan. And this is three panels of Storm. Yeah, I love Storm so much, man. Like at this point, they could be like, "Also, Storm can phase through walls now." I'd be like, "No, that makes sense." She yeah, she basically turns walls into water vapor because she can yeah, control I water vapor it. and just walks through it. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, I love I love Storm so much because they really just made her be like, "You can control weather in space." They're like, what does that mean? They're like, we don't know. We'll figure it's it out. Like, all right, cool. Let's go. Space, Whatever it is. space weather, and it never went yeah. to her head. Like, I never, hope she just pour acid on command now. Storm is such a well-designed character because she spent so much of her early life getting her shit pushed in that, like, like now when she's, like, clearly a god, like, actually a god, she's just like, nope, still gonna help people and do some cool stuff. Yeah. Like, I, like, like no, I remember what it was like. So, uh, no, I'm not very, no. I don't want to piss anybody off in case I lose my powers. Also, please don't put me in a closed room. What do you guys think about um, the villain for the next issue, Tarn? Oh, I don't know. Is that the yeah. that the bald guy? He looks the, like, like a, a gore ripoff. Yeah. At first, I was like, that's not Tarn, that's gore. <laughs> like, <laughs> No, it's just funny, because then even Vulcan comes back with, like, you mean Tarn the dead? Ha, got him, as he melts his own iPad. Yeah. Because he's yeah, so legitimately. angry. <laughs> Let me see if I can find that picture. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not kidding. He calls him Tarn the Dead as yeah. he's like melting the iPad because he's just so angry that Storm just kicked his ass. Yeah. I think we should start you calling him Kyle. Tarn the Uncaring? No. Tarn the Dead. Yeah. Hissy fit. Hissy fit. Like whining. <laughs> so unhinged. And it's great. I love it. I love it. Probably uh, favorite X-Men... at the moment. But and, and again, that's kind of why we we avoid some of the other X Men comics, and we've been a little bit down on them 
because while they are great stories, they don't seem to feed the zeitgeist. You know what I mean? Like, Immortal X-Men, X-Men Red, both of those, and then, of course, X-Men Proper, um, those comic runs are feeding them. Those are the runs that I expect are going to last a while or end with the massive result. Those are the comics that I'm, like, telling people to, me personally, I'm advising to pull because if you keep up with those... If a massive X event comes up, you will be closer to knowing whether or not that matters, like, because of those, than you will if you're reading, like, X-Force. Like, if you're reading, like, X-Force or Knights of X or, uh, I don't know, what's coming out next week? X of Legion Legion of X. Legion of X or X of Washcloths. I don't even know. Savage Avengers? Savage (laughs) X-Avengers? Like, you know, like... If you're reading all the other ones, like, they'll be great stories. You get your fix of mutants. But, like, if you're not reading Immortal, if you're not reading Red, and if you're not reading the main, then whenever this does crescendo into, like, an actual problem that we, we figure it out, you're not going to have the, wait, what, why? Wait, but I read all the X, the X-Force and Marauders comics, and all I know is that, oh, I know nothing. <laughs> so, like, if you are interested, these are the, these are the two on the poll. The other ones are just they're fine like you might like the stories but they 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 have no wheat there's no meat in them either um like the other the other x comics are like spider punk like read them they'll be fun and they allude to things kind of like the old mcu tv shows like yeah so and so not old but the the first couple like they allude to stuff but like ultimately it's not gonna matter because they're not the movies so like if anything happened like Look at Doctor Strange and, and WandaVision. WandaVision happened, and Doctor Strange was like, we're not here to talk about WandaVision. Yeah. <laughs> we're not here to that, talk about that TV show immediately. And then like, the entire plot is because of WandaVision, though. They're like, we're, it's not about <laughs> what happened in Westview, uh, and then proceeds to be all about the plot for what happened in Westview. Yeah, it, it, exactly. Like, I need my kids back. What happened? See WandaVision, episode four, yeah. five, and six. Like, okay. Sure. She had kids and they're gone now. I got it. Um, all right. So I guess that puts it on me now. And I guess that means that I get to talk about Thor 25, which is officially part two of the Hulk versus Thor banner of war. Uh, Last podcast explained that comic. We were actually talking about it for a good hour. I will do my best to keep that one not as long. But this comic is getting more ridiculous. So the last comic ended with um, Odin's ghost spirit, which was previously possessing Mjolnir, breaking into Bruce's brain in Starship Hulk, which now Bruce is piloting due to the ridiculous things yes everything i'm saying is true i'm sorry uh it's all canon yeah all canon Mm -hmm. it's so canon that we start this one with the avengers and i don't know if anyone knows this the avengers current base is a dead celestial in antarctica avengers mountain yeah avengers mountain is what it's called that's where the avengers chill out now in a dead celestial's body they hollowed out and turned into cool stuff 
Um, so they found Hulk after Hulk. And again, you have to know a little bit about Thor and a little bit about Hulk. Banner of War does a great job of catching you guys up on what happened. But basically, uh, Hulk killed a bunch of people. And by Hulk, I mean Bruce Banner controlling the Hulk. Committed murder. No, like that's the the weirdest part was it wasn't the Hulk. It was well actual it, Bruce Banner. That's what we're led to believe, and I'll get into that in a second. Um yeah, that's a really good point. Thank you. Thank you for catching it too, because I caught it as well. Um basically the Avengers are like, okay, we found the Hulk, he's in space, he's doing some Hulk space stuff, we gotta bring him in. And they're all having these Avengers chats of like, hey, what are we gonna do? What are we, what's gonna happen? Iron Man's like, no, 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 I'm prepared for this. Uh I'm gonna I'm I know how to kill Hulk. We're gonna we're just gonna kill him. Everyone's like, should we? And like, then it's like, Cap, Cap, Sam, Black Widow, Namor's there because he was bored. Uh, <laughs> Captain Marvel, Spider Man, all of the Fantastic Four. That's why Namor was there. All the Fantastic Four was there. Or just sitting there, and Tony's like, I'm yeah, gonna go Sue kill. There. Like, He's I'm trying gonna to go kill Reed's wife. Him still. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. But he's like, I'm gonna go kill him. And then the Avengers are like, No, we can't kill him. And then uh, the Celestial's body of Avengers Mountain launches into space. So we're already like, what? Why are they doing space missions now? Uh, cool. They're on their way to the fight. I don't think Namor's so going to work in space. The, the Hulk-Thor fight is taking place on two fronts. Hulk is fighting Thor. And Banner is fighting Odin in Banner's brain. And Odin What's is the- very strong. But in Banner's brain, he's not. Because Aren't it's Banner's other people brain. in Banner's brain or in Hulk's brain at the moment, like we saw someone Again, else. We don't know <laughs> because Betty, like people show up in his brain all the time, and we don't know if they're like he created these things or like he actually absorbed people's like brain power into. We we don't know. We have no idea. It's ridiculous. <laughs> this entire thing is ridiculous. So like <laughs> Thor, so Banner messes up Odin because that's a reality that we live in. Like, Banner, like, ties him up, like, with, like, tubes and stuff. And he's like, I'm going to be in charge. Hulk is now flipping out the body of Hulk. Thor is now like, are you okay? Dad, are you in there? Like, just trying to figure out what's going on because he has no idea. Uh, Hulk is now, again, beating the piss out of Thor. (laughs) Yeah, just beating the piss out of Thor again. Uh, uh, Odin... Banner, keep pissing, pissing contest, nothing crazy happening. Uh, Odin finally figures out, like, it's not going to be might that that beats Banner. It's going to be, like, intellect. And Odin's not a dumb guy, you know? So he manages to find a part of Bruce's mind that Bruce was, like, hiding away. And it was the memory of El Paso. And now we haven't really seen much of what's happened in El Paso in this side of the story. Keep in mind, this is a Thor comic. It's just the kind of crossover line of it so what we see is that something happens we don't know what that something is as a catalyst but uh in the pictures it's banner straight up killing everybody ripping dude's arms off yeah yeah this is i'll put the picture up for anyone watching 
Uh, it is Banner being a murderer, but it's Banner. Like, so what we don't know is if it's actually Banner or if Banner just recognizes that it was the Hulk, but he was the one in control. And they, they, they're kind of telling some really weird stuff. Because, like, this is a strength. He punches a hole through a guy. He, like, he bites Mike a dude's Tyson. face off. Yeah, he, <laughs> Mike like, Tyson he rips, someone. rips a dude's arms off. His eyes went black. Like, we, we don't know. So this memory is enough to kind of sh shudder him. Um, and also and his clothes are, like, his shirt's off. And he's, like, the shorts. Well, like, he has, he, like, the, he shrunk back down as a Hulk. Form. The reason why I think that this is like it was actually Banner was because this was like the first time Banner was scared of like the repercussions of the Hulk. Because I think up until now, he could always kind of squirrel away. Well, when the Hulk did something bad, he was like, well, that was the Hulk. That wasn't me. And I think this is like that's why it makes me believe that this was actually Bruce that did this. Sure, he might have been powered by like the rage as the power source. But, like, he didn't turn into the Hulk to do this. He did this as Bruce Banner, and he realized he's a threat even as Bruce Banner. Well, that's what the Immortal Hulk actually... I'm sorry to kind of diverge, but the Immortal oh, yeah, Hulk no. actually d delved into the fact that Banner's the monster, Hulk's not. Yeah. Um, for, like, a million reasons. But that that's, that's pretty much... Like, Banner's not sympathetic. Uh, and that's been the arc of stories for the last maybe six or seven years. Uh, Banner is not the victim in all of this. Surprisingly, the Hulk is. Because the Hulk is a being that's created to feed off of Banner's rage. And, and like, didn't ask to be born. And exists exclusively to do the things that Banner is too weak to take credit for. Even though he wants it done. Like, it was just... Whatever. The whole point is, so this entire fight's still going on, right? Banner is coming to grips with the fact that he's kind of a monster uh, <laughs> as he's piloting Spaceship Hulk. Uh, Thor summons Odin back as he's breaking through. And then right at the last panel, ta-da! Celestial Iron Man. Tony Stark. Yeah, Tony Stark Celestial Iron Man like in a weaponized celestial body just shows up with the express permission of all deities to be like I'm gonna kill Hulk. Even if the I'm gonna have to ask you to step out of the vehicle. I, I honestly love the suit while I'm looking yeah, at it. Yeah, isn't this the one that he's used to like fight like Galactus and because that's like a, I don't know for anyone that's following the current runs of Iron Man. We haven't really talked on it much, but like Iron Man has become like a god in the comics recently where he's fought Galactus, he's fought other celestials and other gods because they've just been granting him power after power because somehow he's been able to convince people that he's the one that should wield things when none of them should. <laughs> well, so that all came from the event and we'll segue again. Well, let me, you know what? Let's yeah. get a second into this because uh, again, this comic's amazing. The story's amazing. If you've read nothing about either of these before, it doesn't matter. You'll yeah. want to read more. You'll be like, oh, I'm so excited to see how we got to this stupid place. Because it's so stupid. Because it's oh, so... Up. 
and good the stupid. Alpha, the alpha catches yeah. you up instantly too, yeah. which is really nice. And then next week is Hulk seven, I think, and that is still a continuation of this story. So this is a true right and proper uh crossover event where this is Thor 25, which is unrelated to the 24 issues prior to it in any, well, well, not unrelated, but it doesn't matter because this is the story that's happening now. And it's just great. Like, if you didn't read Thor and and Hulk before this, fine. But now is the time to be like, no, I got to read this story. And if you care, you can go back and pick up a little bit more. Um, So yeah, with the Avengers stuff that you brought up, so the Avengers found the body of a celestial who died, giving them right the right to use their his body as a uh, not as a base, but however they saw fit, and they chose we're going to use this body as a base, which pissed off the Eternals because they're like they still worship the Celestials more or less. So they're like, you can't do that. I think Ajax specifically was like, you can't do that, and then she went mad. And then tried to kill everybody. And I believe Tony Stark killed her. Uh, And then Galactus showed up. That was another crossover event. And then Tony Stark weaponized the Celestial into an Iron Man suit. So he has... So he literally has a Celestial-sized Iron Man suit that he can just do this stuff with. He's got another God... I think it's called like his God Killer suit. It's different than the Celestial suit that he's... Like in his most recent story, uh, where he is now an actual deity, um, Tony Stark, as part of Iron Man, is an actual deity. So it's in it's kind of insane what they're doing with him. Um, oh no, thing... the God Killer armor was given to him by the Celestials. Yeah, and then but they also like just let him keep that power. Like he still has that, and. Because I forget what he was, they gave it to him to fight, but then he can somehow convince them that he needed to keep this, and now he is just basically a god. I'll have to try and find the issue. Maybe we can talk about it another time. But um, back to the Hulk, did you catch at the end what they said about like we've kind of figured out how Bruce Banner has been controlling, actually controlling the Hulk, other than treating him like a Gundam. Um, what, he doesn't the know very... he's in a simulation? Yeah, exactly. It's that, because if the entire time we've been seeing Starship Hulk, he's kind of had, like, this helmet on. And so now that that helmet's broken, Hulk doesn't know that he's not in a simulation anymore. So I think that's actually how been, Banner's been controlling the Hulk, is, like, he's just controlling what's on the simulation, regardless of what's happening around the Hulk. So the Hulk could have been thinking he's just punching like, I don't robots. know, yeah, robots the entire time as he's just fighting Thor. It's only uh this um Hulk versus Thor like series. It's only a few issues, isn't it? Like four or five. He so like, it seems issues? like he tricked the Hulk into this being a training simulation, and then when the Hulk's visor broke like hulk's like oh i guess this is still trading simulation 101 so let's go back and murder people they're like no this is real he's like simulation yeah heard it 
Real. Real like simulation. Yeah, no, I got you. <laughs> yeah, Smash. Got it. On it. I don't know. I'm excited. This is stupid. I love it. Uh, yeah. And and, uh, and and then real quick, I just want to talk about the other comic I read, um, which is uh, Marvel Voices uh, Identity. I'd, I'd said uh, I'd, I'd speaking ill of it uh, before giving it a chance last week. So I said, okay, I'm going to read it. Um, and I have to apologize. Uh, what I had said about it was wrong. It is it is roughly significantly worse than I thought it was going to be uh, as a comic series. Uh, and by a comic series, I mean anything. It was a collection of four uh, short stories uh, that were written. They were just written. The stories were written. And then they just cherry-picked characters that matched in any any part of the narrative they wanted to write. Um and uh it was pretty rough yeah pretty pretty uh eh, i don't want to say preachy because i don't know if preachy is the right word but um it felt like watching an episode of arthur on the pbs you know like but without all the like great meme content so it was just like <laughs> it was like at a pbs after school special but with like no actual lesson to be learned, like Mantis's story, she finds a tree creature who can turn into child or memories, but it's her inner child. Like, what does that mean? And then she hugs it. And that's apparently the resolution of the story. It's like, did she come to terms with her, you know, past? And it, it we don't know. Um, Jimmy Woo and uh, Shang-Chi, like, go under like get captured by a billionaire racist fight ring like that's specifically then, racist specifically racist you have to know it's racist no, no like because, because they, they said you. it's racist yeah yeah like it, it like i need everyone listening to know we're not calling it a racist ring i think the title is billionaire racist fight ring like it that's is. their official yeah. title b r f f r like <laughs> that the b r f r like that's what it is yeah, they say um, uh, growing industry racism. Yeah. 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 Which, by um, the way, what? if you just put a bunch of Asians to fight to the death, you didn't have to tell anybody that there was racism involved. We we would have. Yeah. We would have drawn a line on our own. Like, but... that's the thing is like this. It, it It's bad writing. And then also it just, there's just no content to it. Like. You know, uh, in Miss Marvel's story, she goes through a bad breakup and things like that. So like yeah. it Ms. Marvel had a bad breakup. I remember that. Yeah. Wong, Wong's story, I don't even know what Wong's story was. The coolest part of that story was there was a ghost dog. Yeah, there was ghost puppy. Yeah. Um and cookies. There and then cookies they too. end with the cheesiest line ever. like just to give you an example of how poorly this is written. The last line in the uh, the Wong story is Doctor Strange turns to him, regardless of whatever else happened in the story, and goes, Wong, I thought we were giving up desserts. And Wong, in that classic kind of after-school special, goes, there's always tomorrow. And then they both have a hearty chuckle. Like, what, what, there's, there's no content there. I, like, ironically, I think Wong's story was the least preachy about if anything i i don't think like wong's story was like he killed a giant bug yeah and then like 
No, that was it. Like he just Wong just killed a giant bug and then got Girl Scout cookies. <laughs> I'm not kidding. That was the story. Someone's yeah. like Actress someone wrote, here's the problem. Somebody wrote that story, right? And then some like no less than three people that story passed through and was like gold. Brilliant. Perfect. Yeah, like changed yeah. nothing. And then like like that's the best case that's the way was it that's the worst case scenario i guess the best case scenario is they're like i don't give a shit about this we're doing it for tokenism. asian and yeah no it's it. asian yeah. and pacific islander heritage much with their spine like that's great yeah. but tell stories that are relevant to that content don't just give us these oh look at uh kamala khan she's just like you she's had a bad breakup before and that's fine because she's Asian. It's like, no, that's these not different, a story you these need These people to from her. different races are just like you, regular that people. That doesn't like, tell you Shut anything. up. Yeah, Stop. it's like... But tell, tell stories that are unique to those characters that revolve around that as part of, like, who they are as their core tenement of their... Like, I think they got the closest to tenet, it. Tenant, by the with... way. A tenement is something very different. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> sorry. Uh, I told you, we don't words well here um i'm just yeah, correcting we it we don't know i'm correcting yeah. it for the record thank you um <laughs> but like i think they got the closest to it with the first story between jimmy woo and shang chi where they were like um you have a different experience because you are chinese american and i have a different experience because i am chinese and just because we both have a common like heritage and ancestry doesn't mean that experience is even remotely close or that we can just instantly click. I think that was the closest they got to actual content in this. And then the rest of it was just like, don't do racist fighting rings. Like, yeah, you don't need to tell that story because everyone knows it's bad to form a racist fighting ring. Like, if you're a billionaire, you're forming a racist fighting ring and no one can stop you on account of you being a billionaire. Like, yeah, we've already like, established this in reality. I don't know. Like, like, and I went back and read a couple of the other identities, and I think next week's identity, this one hits me a little bit closer uh, to home. Next month's uh, identities is uh, Marvel's Voices Pride. I am a thousand percent sure that I'm going to look at everything they do with, like, disdain. June, June is like, Pride Month in general, right? Yeah. Uh, so, I believe so, yeah, right? It ma yeah. It makes sense. They're releasing it then. You yeah. know, um, not Aurora, uh, but the, uh, the, 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 the guy with the, uh, fuck, I'm sorry, guys. All right, well, you're I don't know how words. You, yeah, you you gather your thoughts, and I'll continue talking. Uh, <laughs> Perfect. Thank you. <laughs> Great. So, so again, like Pride Month, right? Right. Why don't you just write a whole bunch of individual stories about the gay characters? Like the picture of it. I'll bring it up. Is like Hulkling and 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 Wiccan, right? I think there are a couple. Um, and I don't recognize the middle. It's Aurora's two. brother. Um, he was on the uh, one X Men team at the moment. Which I know there's like 50, so it doesn't help. All right, so I'm gonna go with I don't know those people, and then there's very clearly America Chavez, uh, and I don't recognize anybody else on this list. So okay, cool. Is that no, maybe fine. like 
Shatterstar and Richter? No, that's not. No, it's not. No. no. It's... Yeah, just pick pick a pick a bunch of LGBT like community members and tell a story. That's what it. was like, the oh, uh, yeah. Canadian X Men team? Uh, was it Alpha, uh, Alpha Flight? Flight? Yeah. It's he was one of the he was one of the main characters of Alpha. Is it North Flight. Star? Yeah, North Star. Thank you. Oh, okay. North Star was like the first gay character in X Men history, if I remember correctly. They've been doing North yeah. Star pretty well in the comics recently too, and so. I believe that. His stories probably be probably one of the best stories they've got. Well, it doesn't one. matter because if the story is about him being gay, it already sucks. Yeah, I, I don't like know. that's I, the I like like, star. So he's gay. He's he been gay for twenty six fucking years. He doesn't have to have a story about him being gay. We know that we've seen those. He could have a story about him being a hero, which is why I read comic books. Or you know. And, like, you can add lines of somebody being like, aren't you that gay hero? And, you know, like, whatever. Listen, I'm not writing for gay, like, I'm not writing comics. I'm not writing this. I don't know. But, like, I hit my line in the community. I know where I, where I land in that, uh, in, the, in the LGBTQ spectrum. I know exactly where I am in that. And I know what I don't want to read. I don't want to read about a pansexual Italian from New Jersey being a pansexual Italian from New Jersey. That's a story I could tell. You know what I mean? Like, what I do want to read about is a superhero doing superhero shit. And if they happen to be pansexual or happen to be whatever, then, like, great. That's awesome. But, like, this, if, like, going back and looking at the Marvel voices, you could tell this is never what that's about. They're, they're, they're never trying to tell good stories about people who are in minority or, or disenfranchised groups. They're just trying to get disenfranchised groups' notoriety in stories so they can maybe get human beings who are disenfranchised to buy them and that's something i can't stand uh so but the, I'll, I'll read it you know yeah i'll check it out the um the the black guy with uh north star is actually his husband which i didn't know that that's kind of cool so they're married now. i think they have a foster daughter technically I didn't know she was wait was it wasn't their wedding like the one that caused like a big because there was like the first gay wedding in a comic right like and it was just made a whole big deal about it yeah uh i i don't know yeah, uh okay. but i do know because i remember reading this actually recently i think it was x factor it was um basically they had a foster daughter and she died i think they like did did the uh sur not surgery but like the medical procedure where like they like put uh they had an egg and apparently it was they found out it was supposed to be a mutant somehow they somehow figured that out, and so now they're going to re revive the daughter. And I don't know if they've done it in the comics yet, but so essentially we're going to see a new mutant that's their ki their kid. So I'm interested in seeing that as well. Maybe they'll show something with that. And so because the, they might have already, like I said, already done it in the comics, and I just missed it. But uh, they do get to, if we do get to see that, that's going to be a pretty cool. Plus. I will literally read any comic with Sunfire in it. Because Sunfire <laughs> is so goddamn cool. Isn't he part of the main X-Men line? X-Men yeah. team now? Yeah. Yeah. And Sunfire is so cool. And do you know Sunfire? I'm just going to tell you guys this. Do you know he's also Asian? Japanese, oh, no way. specifically? <laughs> yeah. And do you know he's also really cool? And do you know how many times his Japanese culture has saved the day? 
<laughs> Do you know how many times his super-powered son abilities have saved the day? That you know, like it's 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 an appreciative thing. Like you weren't appreciative. Same thing. Like I love him as Marvel. It's and this is kind of the forced segue into the next topic, guys. Surprise. <laughs> But like, oh, no. you, know, I'm good. you know, I'm good at that. Don't right? you do Just, it. And, and now Don't Ms. Marvel. No, uh, no. Go. We're doing this now. <laughs> no, like the fourth segue into Ms. Marvel. Like, I, I love the character of Ms. Marvel. And I do love that she has her own issues that are, are the same way. I love how Peter Parker has his own issues. And I don't care for Iron Man at all. So I don't give a shit. But like, I love that. That's part of it. But like Ms. Marvel is not interesting because she's a Pakistani girl from New Jersey. Ms. Marvel's interesting because she's a superhero. She also happens to be a Pakistani girl from New Jersey. So, and again, I'm saying she's not interesting as if I'm speaking for everybody. Don't worry, I am speaking for everybody. I'm speaking for everybody that buys the fucking comics because I could track, we could find out how well comics do and the more comics are purchased, it's not by like small focused groups. Those comics don't sell. It's by the mass audience of people who are willing to read comic books and generally comic book readers are comic book readers and this might just go down to readers in general are a little bit more progressive in general than non-comic book readers or readers in general <laughs> and something to do with reading i don't know so like it's one thing to see these type of characters another thing to feel a little bit pandered to so anyway ms marvel haha <laughs> see we did it seamless you're welcome everybody ms mar anyone have any last thoughts uh, before i before i force us through this I'm good. I'm good. Yeah. All right. Cool. Ms. Marvel's still coming out, and we're still like, dude, why would they do this? So, uh, instead of sitting here and kind of like experimenting with what if the Nega bands are made of Terrigen crystals? Oh, and she's an inhuman anyway. Like, instead of doing this obvious, what could be with where when we're like a week off from the show anyway, uh, instead. I figured it might be a little bit more fun uh, if each of us answered a very stupid question. Uh, if you were given, keep in mind, none of the Inhumans are really strong. They all have like one ability, right? Or some zero, like Karnak. Um, if you were an Inhuman, right, in the Marvel Universe, not in our universe, and you were given one of those B to C tier superpowers, what would it be assuming nothing else in your life is different like you live where you live you work where you work but you're also an inhuman and you get a a garbage superpower what would it be and what would you do we'll start from so, the left we'll go with any so garbage like it, it can't be useful or no it's it just can be like, useful it just can't be good it's not like i'm immortal or you know like you're you not, like if you, you have flight it's not magic flight like it's it's like you I, have giant wings that oh, okay. are now like like the inhumans don't have like crazy power like medusa's power she controls yeah, her hair terrible. black bolt yeah. his voice is loud okay but, but you know black bolt like, is like stupid powerful so yes but that but he's also like the only inhuman that doesn't suck let's see yeah if I had inhuman powers and it was my luck on top of this, I'd probably end up being like a fish person. You know what? <laughs> C- cancel all this. Cancel fish all person this. in the Midwest. Can- cancel everything I just said. You pick the power and I pick the drawback. Any power okay. you want, I pick the drawback and you guys can do it for me too. All right. Uh, 
Yeah, I'll, I'll do like breathing underwater, essentially. Breathe, breathing underwater? Now, that is sure. the dumb luck, because I mean, the Midwest, there's nothing. Oh, there. no, I got this right now. You are currently, so your, your terrogenics comes in. Breathing underwater? Yeah. Sure. Exclusively. <laughs> yeah, that's your, that's that's your drawback. So you're just Exclusively. like Abe from Hellboy. You got to have yeah. one of those apparatus that are just yeah. constantly pushing. Yeah, all the inhumans suck. <laughs> and I'm poor, so I don't have that. So I live in a lake. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> no, so you're no you want to know what you're just walking around with a bucket of water that you're constantly just like shoving in your face to breathe <laughs> yeah you just got what you know you just have a really moist towel wrapped around your neck at all times <laughs> it's the uh spongebob fishbowl helmet exactly yeah, there you go yeah you're just running around with the fishbowl helmet all right and, and, and you okay so what do you do now with your with your with your ability like today tomorrow you wake up you were like, I can't breathe, but you have gills or some shit. Learn right? how to make money with this. <laughs> Learn how to make money <laughs> with it. <laughs> Become a professional treasure hunter. There you go. You're just not, down there for hours. I'm not even doing that, dude. I'm like trying to sell. I'm trying to make like a Loch Ness monster myth at some lake. And then. Just uh, a carny. Yeah. And then like sell bobbleheads. Of myself. Are there carnivals anymore? Yeah. But they're like in the like parking lot of abandoned malls because malls are also gone it's true malls are gone they've just become homeless centers no oh, see, that would hold on that would imply that like we're actually willing to do something with homeless people so we're not that's why they just go to the malls that no one's using because no one's gonna check because they're malls so but yeah right. if you okay yeah, i think my luck that'd be that one no, you picked the power. Any yeah, power you, you want. Yeah, you get to pick it. I picked uh, the drawback. You picked the power. No, I just I, I picked the power, but I just know that's my luck. It's not going to be anything useful. No, it's not about luck. It's just like, what would your mediocre power be? If you could, on the list of mediocre powers... Pick any power. Know, I'll give you the drawback. It you, doesn't matter. You pick get to super. pick. You'd be immortal. Okay. Yeah, like, whatever you want. Pick any power you want. No, I'll lock it in with underwater. It's fine. I, I want to yeah. see what uh, Josh wants to do. Josh, what are you going to do? Josh, what are you going to do? All right. Uh, teleportation. Is that a mediocre power? Is that on the list? I feel like you can't uh, do much with that. Doesn't matter. I can make it mediocre. That's yeah, there the we point. Go. Like, I'm going to balance it out. Okay. Teleportation. Absolutely. No problem. Only your body teleports. <laughs> so I just show up everywhere naked? Yeah, no, it's more than that. It, you can't carry anything with you. Yeah. You can't take... Yeah, like, you can go anywhere within the confines of normal teleportation rules, but you can't take anything with you. Oh. <laughs> These are the inhuman powers we deal with, by the way. This is reality. Yeah. Just garbage powers. So I'm just like, all right, I'm going to go fight crime, guys, and they just show up. It's like that great comedian... There was a great... Uh comedian sketch i forget who did it but he's like yeah i like to sleep naked but in my socks because i have hardwood floors and i keep a sword right by my bed so that if anyone ever breaks into my house they just see this slightly overweight dude with the ninja swords like socks socks skating towards him and he's just like you picked the wrong house motherfucker <laughs> perfect nailed it <laughs> mediocre right, okay so I actually have two. Uh, the first one, I'm just gonna, I'm gonna, you know, dip myself. Um, 
so because me and my friends uh matt and josh sorry well josh has been involved in one of these conversations i think <laughs> but matt and john specifically we have a history of taking like the world's worst superpowers and making them a thing uh and i'll just take one of that list just to throw it to you uh uh super speed but normal stamina is is one of the is one of oh. the like, like super speed regular stamina like for whatever you are so like you can work out and build your stamina up but like it, you can't run fast like it doesn't matter you're super fast but like it doesn't matter you get gassed in like an hour in like 10 minutes anyway like you're... <laughs> uh but no the power i'll pick for you guys to mess with uh for from an inhuman perspective right this is why it's very relevant um i can generate uh electricity okay all right now pick i'll let you both pick a downside or together i don't care do you have one josh i have a, I'm, i have a couple and i'm trying to think of how to which one would be the better one okay yeah. here i'll go with mine then while you think you have no storage system. You can generate it, but you can't store it. So you're constantly like building it and it just has to let loose. So you're constantly just shocking people. Okay, so I can generate electricity, but not at will. So like I yeah. don't like yeah, okay. So it's just like static electricity, man. Like, constantly. Which is like constant. yeah, so you're just sitting there like, <laughs> hold on, I gotta like shuffle my feet back and forth on the carpet. Yeah, as soon as it generates, you it just automatically releases, and you have no control of that. There's no that's storage. Terrible. You can't just like that's, hold on to it. That's terrible. Okay, that's literally why. Bob, like, that's a curse, not a blessing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> all right, Josh, what do you all got? Right. Can you My beat drawback that? is you generate a very low wattage, so like you're basically like a double A battery. Um, you know, oh. or like uh, what? Can it, I charge the... my phone? Yeah. That's a that's okay. like a but like very slowly. So like <laughs> or like if you shock someone, it's like you know when you would lick the like batteries as a kid to like because no, you were I've an idiot. Um, and then like it just like shocks you a little bit, and you're like, ah, that's basically the amount of charge that you're generating. But like yeah, that. you can charge your phone. Kinda slow charging. It's like the five hour charge you get. Okay, mm -hmm. if I touch like a light bulb, does it light up? Yeah, it flickers. but like <laughs> you can't power like a like a high voltage light or anything like that. You you can power one of those like um, you know like eco friendly low wattage light bulbs. So we got Vinny turning into just a fish, but like a human <laughs> fish. We got we got Josh the naked teleporter. <laughs> <laughs> and we got Tony, the living, the, the living car charger, the living D cell battery. Yeah, D cell, yeah, exactly, like the vibrator battery. Got it. Okay. Yeah. Oh, here you and, go. <laughs> I appreciate that because that's literally all the Inhumans' powers. If you've ever seen, like, Gorgon is like incredibly strong and looks like a monster. Uh, I, I've always never understood how his name is Gorgon, but he looks like a minute like a reverse minotaur that's why you know <laughs> like every inhuman like every single one is just well you have this amazing power except, except like the royal family 
like crystal controls if i remember correctly elements, elements right but like uh, the the mystical elements so wind fire water earth yeah not and, like and hydrogen black bolt can uh uh fly somehow and uh his voice is is like amplified by a million percent or something like based on whatever he speaks uh and medusa can control her hair and then like every other inhuman is other dog shit even ms marvel's power is like what can you do you can stretch and 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 also make your body bigger oh can you uh no i didn't even finish no. the question yes the answer is no well i mean she gets relative strength so like at like as she makes her body bigger she can kind of lift heavier not like she doesn't have like super strength but like she does get a little bit of more function out of it it's not just bigger i have a question and i'll ask this for anybody if miss if miss marvel lost like an appendage would it grow back would it reconnect or is it just gone forever i think it's just gone I don't yeah, think I we're think gonna so get too. like a Deadpool baby legs type situation with Miss Marvel. I think it'll just so like she can stretch out like some piece of her to make it look like there's something there, but it's just like a a blob. Mm. I don't think it reforms. Mm. All right. So which would be worse, giving Ms. Marvel the pin particle, or giving her Nico's staff of one? What do you, what do you mean by worse? Yeah, you answer your answer the way you want. I don't care. Hmm. The staff of one. I mean, you don't want some untrained person wielding a magical, chaotic, uncertain what? artifact. Isn't it really hard to for her to cut her skin on account of it being, you know? I think pretty... she, I think she can still bleed. Can she? I don't she know. from the. Can can she? I don't I like don't maybe know. maybe she like maybe you crack her in the face. She's bleeding out the mouth or something. But like I've never seen her get cut. You know what? You're right. I haven't. <laughs> she has a useless stick that she has to like rip a tooth out to spit into to get it to work. Or I don't know. All of it's terrible. All right. I'm just saying. Even Nico I, I don't know. like has trouble controlling it. So like. Uh, there was a little, I don't know if it's a leak, I don't know what's going on, uh, but it's been spreading around for the Ms. Marvel TV show. Nothing, like, this isn't really a leak, I don't think, because, or like, anything relevant, because, like, nobody cares. Like, we're not talking about massive spoilers here. Uh, apparently the, the main antagonist of this show is a group called The Clan... Destine, like sounds clandestine, uh, like clandestine in oh, that no. it is spelled the same way, except like it words. is divided into two words, and uh, an organization called uh, N I C E, nice, uh, nice, which I believe is probably going to be like ice uh like i don't know what the n could possibly stand for in immigration national you know, like, national like, immigrations 
It can't be like superhero. It's not size. Like <laughs> new superhero. They're gonna they they tried to force it. So like the two pieces of information that I've seen circulating the internet is that the clan Destine are the primary antagonists, and that Nice is the group that's going to uh, uh be hunting her down, like for whatever that is. I don't know what that means. Is that a spoiler? I don't know because I don't know what the name. I don't know what the story's about. I don't know what we're doing. I don't know what we're doing. It could be like um from the Marvel Avengers game where AIM was hunting down people affected by the Terrigen crystals and like so that's nice is just filling in that AIM role and then the clandestine sounds like it's like could so in the comics you know there was uh uh her her friend slash love interest who like she kind of got powers with at the same time and because that name is so dumb it sounds like it was created by like a kid and that could just be like the organization that he is a part of uh Cameron, so, i think is his name so um i'm looking into it so clandestine one is the actual villain group right they're an ancient family of superpowered individuals and that's what they're called essentially this one guy hooked up with a genie and they've been passing down um, traits ever since of superpowers. And they're all, I believe, British. So there you go. Mm. Yeah, they came from Ravencroft in England. So. Sorry, welcome. I'm looking at. Uh, <laughs> um... they, they go back pretty far, like the 1100s when it comes to like the comics. So like they have like definitely a timeline of like random people, but I just don't know why it's important. You know, this group is important enough to be in the show. Cause like we also have to think here that this team, this f ancient family of British people, right. Are going to pose a threat big enough to Ms. Marvel. We assume Captain Marvel and whoever else will end up in this show. Well, so, yeah, because we know that, this show is a jumping point for the Marvels, formerly. Yeah, Captain exactly. Marvel we'll too. probably see um, Monica Rambeau. I, I like her character a lot, so I hope we do see her. Well, Maybe yeah, but doing her good. They're just shipping all this stuff to space, right? Yeah. Like, like Monica Rambeau's in space. Captain Marvel is in space. Ms. Marvel, I guess, is going to space for space stuff. But uh, then the British people are also going to space, then. I don't know. They changed the flag smashers a little bit. They changed the um they changed the dark hold. They changed the they changed a lot of stuff for this for the stories. So like maybe they just chose the name of a garbage organization from the comics, like the clandestine. Like we're just gonna pick this name out, and what are we gonna do with it? Whatever we want, nobody knows who's gonna who's gonna fact check us. Three idiots. On uh, I, I hope they. Nobody listens to. Oh, it's know. better than this because like I'm looking at the names of some of these like family members, and One like one's slow. name is Will. Take a chance. No, no, no. It's Will, and then take a, and then chance. No. He's an actor who plays the role of Captain Oz in action movies. No. Will take a chance. 
Uh, Dominic, Samantha Hazard, Rory Walter. and Pandora, Walt, K. Sarah. Oh, go fuck yourself. God. Go <laughs> fuck yourself. I, just, I said oh. that out loud and went, oh no, I'm stupid. That's my fault. Uh, uh, she can transfer her mind into no. other bodies. Uh, she is a hedonist and will use her power. Okay, so let me be clear. Um, I'm going to go out on the record and saying this now. If they didn't change anything about the clandestine... I'm going to dedicate my life to making YouTube videos shitting on clandestine. <laughs> they, I think they, obviously they have to change it. Yeah, right? like you can't, like, but yeah, they have to update something. Because this is nothing. Yeah. Like, this is one worse. of them has Actually, the power to, to be shape fair, metal armor. What? To be fair. Who wears metal armor? armor? It's 2022. Uh, Samantha Hazard does. Hazard. With a cess instead of a z. With a cess? Like, cess. So not a z, but an s. Yeah. Hazard. Hazard. <laughs> this is so stupid. This yeah. is incredible. Like, not everything's a winner, right? No. No, there's a like, lot of failures in Marvel comics. Okay, so there we go. That I think that settles that we're on the, like, they have to be changing everything about this because, like... Or this has to be bogus. Like, I'm fine. This is the first time a leak is hit, and I'm like, I hope not. <laughs> or, or this could be, like, a red herring. I hope not. Kind of like how in um, in Hawkeye, where they introduced the swordsman, um, and then he just actually wasn't a bad guy the entire time. So. I don't know. Who was the bad guy in, in, in Hawkeye? Kingpin. Kind of. No, it was Kingpin. No, I it guess. was, but it's just like it didn't feel like he was a true. Well, mastermind. because it didn't feel like that because they didn't reveal him until the final like episode. Yeah. By Adam. <laughs> because the entire oh. time they set it up as like the fiance who was the swordsman in the comics, you know, and this great Hawkeye villain who's like taught Hawkeye everything he knew and. Uh, tried to infiltrate the uh, Avengers and actually was I a double agent. I appreciate those things, though. I appreciate yeah. when they throw in the Easter eggs for the comic nerds that are, like, very obscure, and then they, like, go, nope, it didn't matter. I actually do appreciate... I don't feel like I'm getting trolled. I feel like the reference to the person is the gift, because they could have yeah. named that person anything. Uh, like that, that guy's name could have been, like, Steve Steveberg. And we'd well, be like, and then, who the hell is Steve Steberg? Not only that, but like he was the swordsman, and at the end of well, throughout the entire show, we actually find out like he was skilled with swords and stuff like that. So like it made sense. He is the person. But, like, he just it just didn't matter. I think yeah, that was kind of it's you know what he was I always kind it? of a dumb villain, anyways. Yeah, he was kind of a dope. Uh, I I refer to it as the reverse Dark Knight Rises, where like hey. How about instead of pretending someone isn't Talia Al Ghul and then giving us one line of dialogue in the final 10 minutes of the movie explaining who the shit Talia Al Ghul is, 
How about instead, you just don't do that. You don't... <laughs> like, that movie ruined so much Batman for me that, like, I refuse to watch live-action, like, Batman movie. Like, I didn't watch in theaters... Uh, DC, uh, I, I don't think I've paid for a DC movie since, like, Wonder Woman. And, like, before that, it was zero. Like, I own Man of Steel on Blu-ray because I'm obsessed with Superman. But, like, no. When it was Batman versus Superman, I was like, yeah, you can't get me to pay for this. Like, it's impossible. <laughs> I'll just watch. Like, there's no world. Um, Justice League was a travesty. Uh, and then they made it a, a, a four-hour travesty, which was even better. <laughs> Uh, yeah, no, like, I I appreciated Batman Begins. I thought Batman Begins was a phenomenal movie. I appreciated the story Nolan told in The Dark Knight, even though I don't think it was very Batman-y. I think they did a good enough job telling the story. The Dark Knight Rises was a catastrophe. Like, it, The Dark Knight Rises should have had a Kickstarter to raise money for its cancer support. That's how terrible a movie that was. It was like, let's use these characters in name and accomplish zero of the value. Hey, let's make Bane break the Batman. But first, let's make Batman look super feeble. Right? What are you <laughs> breaking? He's already broken. That's the yeah, like, entire oh, yeah. movie talking and, and about how Power to Tom Hardy. I think he did a great job. I just it just wasn't Bane. I mean, he's not the best Bane voice because that's looks like victory has defeated you. No, just Bane. I will Bro! kill Josh with his juice huts. Oh man, that's the up. best Bane. You, like, the best Bane is from is from uh uh Harley Quinn Harley. TV show. Yeah, the best Bane. Are we doing arts and crafts? Yeah. <laughs> Your mama, Joshua. Robo. <laughs> <laughs> like, let the juice hut get my smoothies wrong. I will kill oh, but him. But Tony, you don't understand. Uh, my favorite, my favorite thing that happens is like when a movie sucks and like people always go to three things, right? Like it made a lot of money. Be like slavery made a lot of money for a lot of people too. You know, like it doesn't mean it was good. It just means it happened. Uh, like that's the first line. Like, yeah, no movies. Kardashians is on 25 seasons. Is it good? You know, like, or is it just consistent enough to make money? Uh, and that like, so money doesn't really matter. And then the other side is like, you just don't get it. I'm like, first of all, I'm an idiot. So yes, I know I don't get it. But like, if you're making a movie for not idiots, like if you're making a movie for 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 only the highest intellectual people, and you're choosing comic book characters to tell that story, you have somehow proven that you were dumber than the audience you're making it for. Like, like, come on. If you're trying to go deep, if you're like, it's the same group as the people who think Rick and Morty is deep. You know what I mean? You just don't get it. Just yeah, like Rick and Morty. You have to have a high enough IQ to understand Rick and Morty. Be like, dude, I can understand Rick and Morty high, not paying attention, and I'm not smart. So like, you don't. There's no. There's nothing to Rick and Morty that's that's like it's clever. It's very funny. I enjoy Rick and Morty, but it's not deep. It's not magic. So. It goes the same way with like all their content. Like people can enjoy it, that's fine. But like when you make a movie, you don't make a movie for forty-five people to enjoy it. You make a movie for everybody or as many people as possible to enjoy it. 
And when you make a movie like The Dark Knight, I'm sure more people enjoyed it than didn't. But like, it it just wasn't Batman to me. It wasn't Bane. Wasn't Talia. The best scene in that movie was Jonathan Crane Scarecrow running the kangaroo court. I was like, yes, that movie, that's perfect. Yes, exactly what would happen. Like, perfect. You've nailed it. Um. Anyway, what's Catwoman's oh, job? Like, I'm... like compare Anne Hathaway's Catwoman to Zoe Kravitz's Catwoman, and you're just like, oh, one of these is Catwoman. The other one is Anne Hathaway in a skin-tight suit. I know which one I like, but I know which one was better, too. <laughs> uh, I'm looking at Clan uh, Destine. Oh, we're back on this? Okay, cool, let's go. I'm looking at it, man. It's so bad. I, I look at issue one, dude. I'm, I'm scrolling. An, it, wait, hold on. Bad. They gave it like a dedicated comic they have two, series. They have two volumes. No. Two volumes. One in '94 no. and one in 2008. Who was thinking the about clandestine fans? Years. All six of you. Sorry, all four of you. Uh, there's two volumes for you guys. Both well, pairs. Wait. Uh, so are they are they villains or are they bad guys? Yes. Or, or, sorry, uh, good guys. <laughs> yes. No, you were right both so, times. And then, and, <laughs> yes. I, I really don't know because like, right, there are the good guys. Is powerful and has like an actual thing. And then bad guys are like Calendar Man. So. I, I think they're good and bad. I, I can't tell you. So I know Imp, the, the two kids you see at the bottom, they're supposedly good guys so far. No. But, um,. I don't know the rest. And like the allies, they have a lot of allies are heroes, but at the same time, one of their enemies is the X-Men, but at the same time, the X-Men are also their allies. So they're already confusing. All right. Well, good luck. Wait, did, good is, luck, this yet, if, is this yet another attempt to be like, what if, <laughs> what if we had another not mutants? How are we, Stan, we already have inhumans. What are we going to have? Have a dude fuck a genie. <laughs> Literally. They can't all uh, be winners. Again, Jesus. this is a team that was made in the 90s, so it's like, it's either going to be amazing or like, oh God, please put that back in the archives. And this is the uh, archives situation who, we have on our hands. This? Who wrote this? Satan. Let's see. Who wrote it? It doesn't even tell me. Probably because they wanted their names from the records. Alan Davis. <laughs> Alan Davis, who is responsible for, let's see, Captain Britain, Captain Britain poor, the Daredevil. See, I love Cap. I love Captain Britain. Like, you. I think he's just trying to bank on another like British team. Yeah, he's doing a lot failed. of British stuff. I'm gonna go ahead and assume. Yep, he is British. Uh, I'm saying though, I love Captain Britain. Um, so. That's... Oh, he did. Fa he was responsible in some part for Fantastic Four, Fantastic Four's The End. That was a good storyline, actually. I don't know. Yeah, that Not was good. Victories. All right, we're done. Ms. Marvel, go away. Marvel Snap, go. Let's talk now. Marvel Snap, card game. Someone go. All right, so I, don't know, I know nothing. Marvel Snap uh, is the newest Marvel game. It's going to be a collectible uh, card game on mobile and PC. And it comes to us from Ben Brode. So for people who don't know Ben Brode, he was one of the uh, creators slash designers of Hearthstone. So when he left Hearthstone, I want to say that was probably, gosh, about 
five or six years ago, um, you know, he just kind of went off and did his own thing. And this is that thing that he did. Um, so we got a trailer for it. It, If you played Hearthstone, you kind of would see a lot of similarities. There's one thing that has me really worried about this. Um, and it might just be poor marketing on what they showed. Um, all the things that they showed on the phone was that this is a vertical game. So... Like drawings, um, yeah. Yeah, uh, that just means that you're going to be super limited in what's like actually happening on the playing field based on like, so like with Hearthstone, one of the design uh, constraints that they had was they wanted this, you know, to be simple. And also, you know, Hearthstone first came out on PC, but they eventually wanted it to be ported to mobile. And so what they did was they're like, all right, you can only have seven creatures. That was the design space, but that also works when you have like your phone horizontal. Here, when you have like vertical phones, it it just limits what's gonna happen. And it also makes everything feel super squished together. So um, beyond that, we got a, a brief like kind of highlight reel of all the characters that they're going to have on there. Um, there's a image where it's just like had all the characters logos and there are a lot of characters that are going to be represented in some way in this game. Now, I don't know if that means like every character is going to have a particular deck. Like you're going to have your Ant-Man deck and your Captain America deck, or like if they will just show up on cards. Um, so Funny, as Tony's filling it out, I'm also filling out the thing. Oh, hey, Tony's this doing is it for, too. So my silence it, it was, one, to respect Josh, and two, because I came across an open beta application, and I was like, I should fill this out on stream so anyone who's watching the video or the VOD knows exactly what it is. Uh, yeah. But if you go to their website, it'll come up so you could just enter the beta. Trust me, I'm already in the beta. Wait, oh, shit. I'm not supposed to say that. Uh, trust me, I think I'm already in the beta. Now I can say that. Um, uh, but that's different. Uh, so yeah, the gameplay looks unique. Um, honestly, if you give my, my honest opinion now, and I hope I could deliver it, uh, correctly to them. Um, uh, it's too busy. Yeah. It's too busy. And that's um, only going to get worse action with like a vertical screen layout. That's why it's too busy. So like we have our three steps. We it looks like a nine, like a nine square, or maybe it's a a you know a twelve square depending on if you get two and they get two. Uh, is how fast the games are. Um. I, I trust Ben to make an enjoyable experience. My only question, Ben Brode, the one of the, the game designer and directors. Uh, and here he is. Look at this gorgeous, gorgeous hunk of, of flannel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he just found it. One day he'll his mustache will come in too. I'm proud of him. Um it looks fun. It looks like cute. It looks fast paced. The question I have is is it a card game or is it an auto battler again because the last one this is adorable wolverine uh 
Uh, the last time they did this, there was it was mostly uh, an auto battler. Um, simple, I simple, I like. Like, there's a reason Hearthstone is the most profitable card game in the world right now. Sorry, that was a comment from from Twitch chat. If anyone didn't know why, I said that. Uh, Hearthstone is the most profitable card game in the world right now. Uh, it's way more profitable than Magic the Gathering, even with Arena. And but the reason why is because Hearthstone, while there's a lot of unique criticisms of it, uh, Hearthstone does foster a successful free to play, uh, uh, group, and their client works. The Magic Arena client work, the Magic Arena doesn't have successful free to play. And when you have a successful free to play group, you have no wait times, and wait times are what kills a game. Uh, so if this game ends up being close to successful, I'm looking at like the characters that they have here. There's different types of cards. They have what appears to be, you know, power and toughness or, or attack and defense, whatever you want to call it. Um, and because it's a card game, they can just go as deep and as quick as they want, as fast as they want with as many things. Um, looks cute. Looks fun. Uh, Added benefit, Danny Koo has nothing to do with it. Um, Who's that? Uh, he's garbage, garbage uh, guy. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. So I'm interested. I love cards. Uh, so I'm happy right with them. Down. Yeah, I'm happy with them. I'm happy that they've built out a pretty good game. They're working with Newverse, who's work, who's uh, responsible for producing another game that I'm currently playing, DC uh, Worlds Collide. That's pretty decent all in all. So yeah, I'm excited for this game. It's not what I originally hoped it would be, and that's not always a bad thing as more information comes out, and maybe if I get some testing in there... Um, We'll be able to to get an idea, but what about you guys? In out, sideways, not um, sure yet. Honestly, I would love to like stream it and play it. I'm not gonna lie. Um, I think it'd be fun. I'm I'm kind of in the middle. Um, I'm a huge card game fan. Like a lot of history with Magic and a lot of history with Hearthstone. Um, I was not a big fan on what was the. It was like dual something the, the, no the um dual masters marvel no duel. the other marvel what did you say oh Tony? marvel duel marvel yeah. duel yeah that was oh but it was because it wasn't really it was it was a an card auto game. battler yeah exactly so yeah. If and it was fun a, like but originally it was a card game like when i was yeah. playing it in the open <clears throat> excuse me in the open beta it was it was a card game it, it played very similar to Yu-Gi-Oh, and I, I i was happy as a pig and shit playing that game um but once it got to like live, it became another auto battler, and I understand why they did that because auto battlers were popular at the time. But mm -hmm. there's not an over there's an overlap of people who play card games and play auto battlers, but it's not this. It's not the same overlap. Like it's not like everyone who plays card games plays auto battlers. It's like some people like it's and it doesn't work in the reverse. People who play auto battlers don't necessarily play card games but people who play card games generally also play other types of stuff so it's the same thing with netrunner or um the other deck builder games 
that uh ascension um yeah. and that's 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 kind of what these feel like like you build the deck you get what you get you play what you play um as far as difficulty will be concerned or or skill sets are concerned uh they do need to find the middle ground of it needs to be difficult enough that that being good at it isn't easy but it needs to be uh, uh simple enough that everyone can believe they are uh that was actually been magic the gathering success for a really long time and you know like like everybody can think they're good at magic which is why i would go to a ptq with 250 people and and not worry about top eighting yeah <laughs> like, um, you know like... i think i i think for me the big thing um is going to come down to one yes there needs to be strategy so that if you are good at it it feels rewarding but any like anything else with marvel and this is the same for any video game is that when you play like for example a captain america card it needs to feel like something that captain america would do and then also it needs to like when you build a deck between like things there needs to feel like a connected theme like if it just feels like hey look you're playing this card and this card and this card and none of it feels like marvel none of it makes sense like that's where i think you're gonna lose a lot of people because then you've disconnected the ip with what's actually happening and either one of them needs to be really good to overshadow that or they both need to work together so yeah, as long as they make it an actual game and they like don't just take no the IP more for waiting around the game's last only three minutes. We cut out the fluff to focus more on the good stuff. But like, what do they mean by like, uh, if like they mean like fluff as in like we cut out the second main phase, fine, whatever, I don't care. Um, but like, if they're like, we cut out the fluff of like, yeah, are they defining intricacy as fluff? Yeah. I hope not. Cuz like I, if oh. you're like I don't know. If they want to if they want to appeal to the largest group of people, they're going to make the game you have the card or you don't. So that's the one thing about Magic and Hearthstone that that always kind of came up um in relevancy like you don't need to have all the magic decks to win in magic. You don't need to have all the Hearthstone decks to win in Hearthstone. Uh, you just need one, and there's an overlap in cards. So, like, even if you get certain cards, you can use them in in multiple places. Um, that's I'm interested. I'm interested in seeing what they do. It's hard to make a good card game, as we can yep. show by the number of people that try to make card games and fail every year. I uh, feel like it's hard to make a good card game. Uh, and I should say this, uh, like with an asterisk a successful card game based off an existing ip because we've seen like hearthstone i think is as successful as it is is because while it's based off of the world of warcraft ip like it's not world of warcraft the trading card game like that card that card game as fine as it was didn't succeed hearthstone has succeeded because it like a has the on a familiar yeah thing, yeah it has the wink and the nods and the reference material. And it's still like the classes work, like how they kind of feel like they do in the game. 
So it's got enough there for people to like that played World of Warcraft to like recognize, um, but then it does its own thing. So I feel like that's going to be their biggest challenge. Like I said, is like making it feel like these are actual Marvel characters and not and Marvel stuff and not just like we slap Captain America and Iron Man on a card and they both have three attack and three defense and nothing They're else. They're the same, yeah. So like, it was the same like with the Star Wars trading card games or anything like that um, where you just had to you gotta make, like even Pokemon, like Pokemon the trading card game does not work like pokemon the show or the card game or uh sorry the the video game does but it works close enough that people can recognize it and feel like they are still part of the pokemon universe to be fair the pokemon card game went through a good five years before it got to a point where it's stable the first eight or nine sets of pokemon while cool and i just sold a ton of those cards like online recently uh cool cards they didn't really capture what it was like to play in pokemon and then maybe they so again there's a com there's commonalities between these types of games like floodgate Yu-Gi-Oh is a very floodgate oriented game which is they make something super powerful and then in order to stop it the following set they release the answer to the super powerful thing, which then itself becomes super powerful, which means they need to answer. There's not a lot of balancing in Yu-Gi-Oh. Pokemon is very similar. Like they of all and the Pokemon's a little bit more forgiving too, because a pack of Pokemon cards is different things to different people. Like to competitive Pokemon players, you know, that could be the cards you want to help you win, like a rare candy or a computer search or you know, whatever. I don't know what's popular Pokemon anymore. Those are the only two things I remember from the days. But, like, those are just popular cards that are really good. Uh, and then, like, from a collector's perspective, there's a card that's worth money that uh, otherwise is unplayable schlock. And then from a, like, child's perspective, shiny Bidoof. You know what I yeah. mean? <laughs> so, like... But like, I think that's a, another thing is, like, how are we going to get these cards? I think is also going to play it, like a big part. Are there going to be packs in this game or is it, yeah. you know, like dusting where you then turn that dust into the cards you actually want? Is it going to be wild cards? Cause man, if it has anything like the magic arena, uh, economy, I just won't no, play. Like, let's not, let's not pretend I play magic arena and, and it is, it is a, it is a, it is an abysmal economy. Yeah. Um, is it unreasonable economy? No, I think a lot of people may be exaggerating how much. But it's not. But it's not a good economy. Yeah. Like you, so. like I know full well that in order for me, but I've known this for my entire life. In order for me to enjoy magic the way I want to, I need to spend a lot of money at magic. But I've known that. I've known that forever. I've known that for twenty five, almost thirty years. You know, like, like I've known that. Like, if, if I want to enjoy magic, I have to shell out. Not for shinies, not for foils, not for specialty versions of cards, just for the best cards. Because the cards go up in price because they're the best. Mm-hmm. Like, the best cards, like, there's a reason why there's 30 rares in the set 
and five of them are over 10 bucks and the other 25 are under a dollar you know what i mean like there's it's not the wizard setting the prices they make the cards the prices are set by the people who are like this card's really good so what by what you're willing to pay for it so that comes into the issue when it comes to digital card games like hearthstone fundamentally because i long when i started playing hearthstone um i completed a lot of the earliest sets of hearthstone uh when i want dust i just open the older packs because that just gives me dust and dust is easier and every every pack is guaranteed to be dust for me you know whatever i pull uh on the newer packs it's a little bit less valuable like i could buy and complete a, a new set um but <clears throat> it doesn't matter because i could dust anything magic you can't dust so magic is something and then Yu-Gi-Oh duel links not duel links master duel master duel is phenomenal but like they're play they're they're playing with with fire so while we're talking about all these different card games i'm sorry if i bored anybody but like there's it's a card game like it's not for everybody and i need to be clear it might not be for you this might be mm -hmm. a marvel thing that you you won't enjoy for one of a thousand reasons uh in the same way that like marvel strike force marvel puzzle quest marvel avengers on whatever system you play it on you know marvel future evolution those games might not be for you just because there's the marvel tag on it doesn't mean it's something you're going to enjoy card games generally speaking have a very tight audience of people who like to hate themselves so like, <laughs> so like give not it a wrong. shot we'll i'll be covering it we'll be covering as more comes out on it uh but you know don't 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 get over hyped for something like if you don't like hearthstone if you don't like those types of card games this is not gonna be the game that you start liking it on unless the only reason you didn't like hearthstone was you don't care about wow characters then maybe you know we'll see but uh that's pretty much it and the last thing we're gonna talk about today uh we'll make it quick because we really haven't anything to talk about we, we wanted Vinny to watch the original fantastic four movie movie and give you guys a review on it um Vinny overslept uh <laughs> I and therefore hold on he uh, overslept at like nine o'clock at night okay That's we were gonna i'm sorry i feel this. cold listen my wife is pregnant and tired okay and she gets upset yes. if i don't lay with her that's my excuse. Oh. oh, yeah, no, we already called you a bitch boy. So uh, we're going to... Uh, uh, of course, we're kidding. I know. Uh, <laughs> all of this is a joke for anyone who doesn't know this. But as a result, we were just kind of moving around. And we're like, well, we can't watch Fantastic Four because Vinny's not here. So Josh, I believe... I don't remember who uh, brought it up. We said, let's watch that garbage Chippendale remake uh because it was just came out uh it's it looked like a schlocky garbage reboot for money kind of thing and we didn't expect it was going to be very good uh as it turns out the second we started it Vinny woke up showed up came in with his wife uh and then it was like me the patreons uh a couple of other people were watching uh, together, we were watching Chippendale Rescue Rangers, available on your computer now. Uh, Disney Plus. On Disney, is it on Disney Plus? Yep, it's on streaming on Disney Plus. Oh, okay. Perfect. And uh, yeah, that's how we watched it. 
Um, and uh, uh, we're going to have Vinny, even though it's not a Marvel movie, just just give you like a quick breakdown of Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Vinny, go. All right. So, I didn't, one, I didn't know I was doing this. But two, uh, so I came in, a, like, what, maybe 20 minutes after it started? No, you came in, like, like, like right at the beginning. Real, okay. Like so five I didn't miss minutes. Anything. No. All right. So, like, obviously, we're going over Chip and Dale, uh, Rescue Rangers. Like, they get their show. They're, like, super hyped. It's, like, super successful. I think they taped only one season, right? Two. And then, like, two seasons. They taped two seasons, and then... Was it Chip or Dale that became double? Oh, Dale, double O Dale, der. Uh, so Dale's like, I'm gonna make my own solo stuff, and then like everything crashes around them, burns. They all become like lame. Uh, Chip works at a what's it called? Uh, insurance. Coercive like, insurance. Works yeah, he in- basically works at Geico. Like works at Geico. Yeah, Chip's at Geico now. Uh, one's fucking voiced by Adam Sandberg, which is sick. And Tony the whole time is like, I hope it's like a Brooklyn Nine-Nine meme at the end of the movie, and I was hoping for that as well. Uh, this is, was literally cameo galore, right? They had this so many. This was the many. true multiverse. Yeah, it really was. This was the better multiverse of madness. And they even had, like, they had everyone. They had Randy Marsh, right? They had Randy Marsh at a Russian bathhouse. All right, they had the Muppets. They had, they had old Peter Pan, old Russian Peter Pan. They had Ugly Sonic, which was like the best character of the whole movie, and I think no one can argue that. <laughs> like they even like they even ripped on him. They're like staring at his teeth as like he was just talking. Um, the for story anyone that is just... doesn't hold on for anyone that doesn't know, Ugly Sonic is the original uh, version of Sonic in the live action movie before the internet rightfully bullied them into changing it. Yeah, he's a yeah. main character, right? And we get to see a lot of like old shows that had like these characters become um, like basically they go to cons to make money nowadays. Right, that's what they do for a living. They did ugly him up a little bit more as I'm looking oh, at the yeah, side by side did. comparison now. They really harshed up ugly Sonic. But I love it. <laughs> they animated so many things uh, about that, Remember the cough? They may have just like cough randomly. <laughs> he had a talking. cough. Like, He's not the, doing the, well. The long He's and short of this. Well. And, uh, and now, Vinny, quick, tie it into the MCU right now. Ant Man. Ant-Man. So they have a picture of Ant-Man at the with Full Chip run. and Dale at the end. And so therefore, they're connected to the MCU, which lets us talk about today. Yes. Uh, there is a human, no, not human, toon trafficking group, right? And remember, this is a kid's movie. This is Disney. They did human uh, trafficking. Don't give too many spoilers. Not yeah. a lot of people have seen this yet. Oh, we're not. It came okay. out two days ago. Yeah. So. I, I wasn't sure if we're doing spoilers or not. Okay. No, no, no. They did no, a no, lot. No. They did giving, a lot. Giving the first 10 minutes of the movie and the presence of Ugly Sonic is not a spoiler. But, like, I think you were about to get into heavy spoiler territory. Uh, what's uh, his name? Seth. Uh, Seth Rogen. Seth Rogen's played. in it. And, like, yeah. also, uh, Post Malone makes a song for this movie. <laughs> like, yeah, which is, th- which is, by the way, number three on the Billboard Top 100. Yeah. Right it's now. The Chippendale uh, Chip Rescue, Rescue Rangers, Rangers theme song. Theme song. 
Like, a post Malone. Do yourself a favor. Watch this movie. If you, especially like, you know, just if you want to have a fun time, this is the movie to have a fun time with. Uh, I'm going to go on record to say that in the last 365 days, maybe a little bit longer, so like maybe the last 18 months, the two best movies I've seen are Chippendale Rescue Rangers. Not not the best, not the not the ones I enjoyed the most, just the best movies I've seen, best writing, best acting, best storytelling, best have been Chippendale Rescue Rangers and Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And in the last 18 months there have been five Marvel movies. The uh, quality was so good. You know, yeah. they did not cut anything out. Yeah. They were just They really made good this movies. movie for all ages, and that's not a joke. Yeah. I think they even had a Beavis and Butthead reference in it. Yeah, Beavis like, is a, like a senator. Yeah. Yeah. Like the people who wrote this are just maniacs for the pure ambition alone they wanted here, right? The licensing was insane. They had Disney, they had Warner Brothers, they had whoever owns the Muppets, they had uh, they had Sega, they had more. They had so much more. And you're like, how in the... Lo I want to praise the lawyer team as well to be able to get all these guys together because I can only imagine the resources they had to spend to be like, come on, just give us a little bit of Ugly Sonic and then getting uh, Ugly Sonic as a main character in that a close, Disney that movie. Free. That was free. <laughs> like, please that. take yeah. it away. Yeah. They just went to, they went to the company and that, that got fired. They're actually the what the first company that worked on Sonic, the one that ended up with that version, they yeah. they they shuttered up. It's like they're gone. So like I I guess Andy Samberg and Keeve were like, yo, do you guys want to sell us those assets so you can go back into business? They're like, What? Like, yeah, we want we want to be able to use Ugly Sonic. They're like, What's Sonic the Hedgehog? That's a Sega product. I'm like, no. <laughs> No, 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 sir. We don't want Sonic the Hedgehog. We want ugly Sonic. <laughs> You're abomination. You're a front before God. Um, I mean, they hit all sides of had, animation. He too. coughed, man. He coughed a lot, and it was it was sad. He was like, you were worried about him at the end. You're like, is he doing yeah, okay? Yeah, <laughs> like he was. He had a cough that was like a little bit like COPD. Yeah, like he the, was the bad. He was chief, like, <laughs> like they had. They had like 3D animation, 2D animation. They had claymation. They had real life acting. They had puppets. Like they hit, I think, almost every art form they could when it came to this stuff. It's ridiculous. It's awesome. It's a, it's a great. I hate to say it, but Chip and Dale was probably one of the best movies I've seen in a long time. <laughs> so, I I can also connect it to the MCU. So Sonic is in uh, Super Smash Brothers alongside Ryu Ken, who are in Marvel vs. Capcom, and there you go. We're just two steps away from Marvel movies right here. You know, this is what I hope we, Kamala Khan just comes to this universe and just makes everything it's, better. It's movies like this that make me believe that it's possible and likely that Disney make quality Marvel movies with characters that otherwise are like are like I, it's and i know it seems stupid but it's movies like this that show me that they can given the opportunity make a good deadpool movie 
make a good Black Knight movie, make a good Blade movie, because they show that if they get the right people with the right ideas, they can write a story around anything. Like, this is stupid. This is so stupid. This is Chippendale Rescue Rangers as if... 20 like, years later. Just, yeah, as if they weren't animated cartoons, but animated cartoon actors in a world where that's a job. Like, this already premise sounds stupid. I promise you it sounds stupid. The movie's great. Like, movie's I, I can't... S-tier. Yeah, the movie's great. Movie's great. Better than it had any right to be. Yeah, Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Movie's great. Can't, true like, multiverse of madness right here. This was the... Yeah, this was the true multiverse of madness. Yeah. Uh, we nailed it for sure. Anyway, uh, that's all the topics for there uh, that we're talking about today. Now, next week, just to kind of line it up, we have uh, ASM 2, which I will personally deal with. I apologize, because I don't know what they're doing with that story. Anyone else can jump in. Hulk 7, which is the continuation of the Banner of War for comics. Uh, Moon Knight and uh, uh, Avengers 56, not anything we've been covering, but, you know, if you guys are interested, feel free to catch up on it. Uh, Punisher issue 3, maybe it'll redeem itself, because Punisher 2 was a little bit meh. Uh, uh, Daredevil's Re- uh, Devil's Reign which is the the is the omega of the most recent Daredevil run. Uh interesting. Interesting uh to come out this early. Uh Spider-Man 2099 issue 1. We read the alpha, so issue 1's coming out. Captain Carter 3 Savage Spider-Man with Baron Zemo. I'm interested. I'll check it. Yeah. I'll definitely check that one out. Yeah, that's that's all you. And then of course, because it's been 15 minutes, uh Legion of X, a new X-Men title, uh that I'm going to force Josh to read. <laughs> Thanks, Josh. Thank you, Josh. I'm also, <laughs> also going to read it too. I'm also going to read it too because it looks like it's is that it's got was it Nightcrawler? <laughs> okay, Shutter if it's got Knight? Nightcrawler in it, then I'm in. I don't care. I, I, if it's got I, I Nightcrawler on it. here. I'll read it. I'm I'll read it happily. Here. It really helped Punisher. Uh, and around. that's that's uh, it looks like Captain America is that Punisher wearing a Captain America helmet sad? I don't know. I don't know what's going on with Punisher. Oh yeah. So that, Yeah, it is. That's like the kid Punisher that because remember they've been grooming him since childhood, the hand but in the shadows. But not in the shadows. In the shadows, <laughs> but in front of people. Mostly yeah, at like night. literally on a street. They're like, hey. Pick a knife, kid. Well, thank you guys so much for listening. Uh, On behalf of everybody, have a good night. Have a great day. Uh, Enjoy your comics, and we'll see you next week on Marvel. Good night, everybody. See you guys. Bye.